all I know is the world hasn't ended yet. Not yet. Amazing, isn't it? Surprised well, that. Well, give it give it time. I mean, the apocalypse works on specific time zones. We don't we don't know how they're running. They well, I just figured it would it would sweep over the whole world in like a giant wave that would go faster than time zones. <laughs> You'd think. Or is it like the shadow the sun casts? That's the wave it makes across the world. I don't know. I'm a little there confused. Is this the one where we put the blood on our doors? Uh, <laughs> yes. No, is this that, one is, is that the other thing? Naked. Are you serious? Come on, guys. This is a dancing naked one for sure. Oh, is it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I totally blew that one at the neighborhood party outside. to the Utah Outcast for the 27th of September 2015. And this, of course, is the flagship podcast of uh, Podhell Media. You can find us at podhell.com. Uh, so seriously, when you get a second, come to the site, browse our posts, a few others on the Podhell Media site, you know, like uh, Geek Dad Report. One of our buddies runs that one. Um, we're also working on getting other couple people onto the network, and we've got a contact form there so you can ask us about uh, the various shows that we have on the network. But mostly, we hope you talk about us on there. Uh, or you can hit us on email, uo at podhell.com, or text and voicemail number 347-669-3377. Spam it. Come on. Give me some stuff. I don't want dick pics, though. However, we know that most of you guys will choose the indirect way, which is Facebook and Twitter. That's uh, facebook.com slash utahoutcasts, or at utahoutcasts. And, and again, um, all of you iTunes subscribers need to take a few seconds and go to iTunes and share a little bit of love there so we can reach all of the people of the world. We did get a recent review there. I'm sorry I didn't write down the screen name. Great review, except I can't change Felicia's voice. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Their voice sucks. It's, your voice sucks. Yeah. There's nothing so, I can do about that. I was born with this voice, all right? It's what it is. You were born with that one? Fuck, that had to be crazy. Oh, um, Dad. You know what I mean. <laughs> I it was genetically bother. written from the time I was born. Is that? <laughs> did you want me to be more? No, I'm being funny. I'm being Mr. <laughs> Podcast, you guys. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get to the panel. Uh, first up is the uh, surviving surfer of crowds at Salt Lake Comic Con. We have Kyle Steenblick. Hey, happy to be here. Thank you. What panel is this? Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. It uh, episode thirty-two <laughs> of uh, the original series. I'm oh, sorry. Kirk fought the gore. No, that was someone's going to correct me on that one. Um, so anyway, second up, we have the Queen Slayer, the Cheeselinger, and the co-host of Utah Outcast, Felicia and Twizzle. Hey, and then there's me, your wonderful host, Exifer Reed, but my friends call me X. And joining us along for this ride this episode is the Jack Daniels addled panelist for <laughs> and one of the co-hosts of the Godless Revolution podcast. And from my experience, an all-around outdoorsman and professional videographer, 
Ryan Duffy. Uh, th- thank you for that lovely intro. And if you want a video made, just give me a give me a ring. I want money. <laughs> oh, I thought you'd do it out of the kindness of your heart. No, some I'm just I, kidding. Some I do, like for nonprofits, like with Restore Humanity. Of course, I'm not going to accept money from them. But because it's worth. Yeah, and your message is out there really good too. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean it's 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 for a good cause with them. So, so um, what's everybody been up to for the week? So, Kyle, I know you've been busy as hell with reviews and mm, yeah comic-con i mean your whole week since like last episode has been scripted for you right yeah yeah this is my first like day off uh since the last show <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's been fun so i mean you'll have probably have some reviews for us come the end of the show if you're not too fucking brained yes, at the end yeah yeah so there, there are some reviews some things to talk about uh you know stories from stories from comic-con um, which was a tremendous amount of fun. Uh, I can't thank everybody who who had me involved in that enough. Mm, I'm just wondering if they finally got the press room right this year. Uh, it did. depends on what you mean by got it right. They had a <laughs> they, they have chairs this they year. Had cha- <laughs> they had they had they had chairs. They had a water they cooler. Bottles, bottles uh, of water. They had they had internet. No fucking way! Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they actually they actually had internet for for press this time around. Um, Did they uh, have free booze? This is Utah. If True. you if you know who to find, there was free booze. Now was Jeff carrying a flask with him everywhere? No, Jeff's not a drinker. I forget about that sometimes. <laughs> he likes to watch other people drink. He doesn't drink much himself, from what I've heard. He does. He does. But I I did I did socialize with Jeff a bit, and we we um. We co-conspired to change somebody's name plate at one of the panels. <laughs> well, what what idiot decides to wear a pork pie <laughs> to a panel? Uh, Rich. No, no, Rich Bonaduce. We, we love, we love, <laughs> we Rich. love Rich. Yeah, we we changed his uh, we changed his name plate um, before he got in the room. I grabbed his name plate, and Jeff uh, changed his name to winner of 2015 silliest hat of the year. Uh, <laughs> I bet he loved that. Well, he he sat down, and before he could really see it, we got a picture of him in front of it and tweeted that out. Nice. <laughs> so, Felicia, what about you? I heard your car crapped out on you. Oh, yeah, I need a battery. I hope that's only. Yeah, it that's because... it. It it's okay. really corroded. That's it. It's not. It's nothing major. It's not the alternator. Yeah, battery leads to alternator, which mm-hmm. leads to starter, which leads the to... The starter's brand new. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, that don't mean shit. I have went through like eight starters on the Impala that I had. Yeah, maybe, but... They, they fucking hated me because I was like, I got the warranty on this. I'm, I am 90% certain I just need a new battery. It was getting pretty, pretty iffy the last time I had my car looked at. So, like, just my last uh, maintenance, you know, uh, oil change. And so they were like, maybe consider getting a new battery. And I completely forgot about it until my car didn't start. <laughs> well, it's not really, you don't really need a battery as long as you can jump start it every single time. It's not yeah. a <laughs> I mean, I can jump start it every time. But... I, I went through that a couple of years ago, and that was that that was no fun. Like getting ready to go to work at Graveshift, and all of a sudden your ki- car dies like down the road from Maverick, and you're like, oh. Yeah, that sucks. Okay, there's a hill. It's a manual, so I could <laughs> dump it if I get it. Going fast yeah, my enough. mom, uh, we used to live on the on this top of this really big hill when we were in Springville. And uh, one day she was completely out of gas, but she had a stick shift. I guess I, it would work in any car, but she had her stick shift. And um, 
she threw it into neutral and just rolled all the way down to the uh, down the hill to the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it worked, right? Yep, definitely. I, I don't think that will work in an automatic, though. No, actually, as soon as I said, I was like, "Wait, it won't it, yeah. unless you can start it. It doesn't do shit." Yeah, you should be able to throw it in neutral and at least steer somewhat. You'd have to deal with not having any power steering. Yeah. yeah. Power, which would suck. <laughs> power. It was a straight <laughs> shot down the hill at that place, though, so that would have worked. But where I'm at now, that's not an option. It's flat. <laughs> so. People to push you. And tomorrow's my day off, so I, I mean, I'll call my sister to rescue me if I have to. Whatever. Drink, 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 drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you insist. I know. I, I mean, I have to be up like at seven. Uh-uh. But that's that's plenty of time from like now and then that <laughs> you'll be sober enough. Yes, I will be as of 7 a.m. Yes. Like, fuck, I need some coffee. Okay, I'll get your lunch ready. Okay, let's go to school. I'm actually drinking coffee right now. (laughs) Let's see. I was on on Duffy's show. I was was filling in for Ryan. I was uh, was on Godless Revolution once again. By the way, I thought that was funny that you were filling in for Ryan and now he's on our show. Like, he couldn't be there. It's kismet or whatever the fuck they say. Well, I literally just got home last night around midnight. <laughs> so today. So yeah. You- yeah, I literally got home today. <laughs> and, and now I'm on there with you fucking knuckleheads. <laughs> fucking knuckle draggers. <laughs> well, it's only because I'm super short. <laughs> <laughs> well, your arms should be proportional to your body. They well, are. Yeah, to think, wouldn't you? <laughs> Well, what I think is funny is that, I mean, Dan got it trimmed down to a re- reasonable time, but usually when Ryan's there, they, they, he's the, he's the clock watcher for yeah, their I'm the show. timekeeper. And so he's like, he's always reminding me, hey guys, we're getting close. And they're like, fuck it. We know we're getting close. We just want to keep rolling with it. <laughs> yeah. That so, show would go so for like, five hours if I allowed it to. Yeah. Yeah. We went for almost three yeah. this last time. And I was like, oh. and that one was shorter. <laughs> yeah. That was one of our, that was one of our shorter. It was, shows. man. Oh, be happy you didn't make it to, you didn't have to, uh, well, I'm probably not happy for it, but you didn't have to go through the marathon of fucking GOP debates. Well, I was there for the first one, and yeah, we, we spent literally six hours podcasting for that first one, and I heard it was the same for the second one, but when they do oh, two yeah. in a row like that, it's almost impossible not to go that long. We, we, were, <laughs> I, I, we were joking when I was there recording on Wednesday that it was really funny that um, Forrest Shaw brought up when we brought up the debate and it said like three hours and 30 minutes on dad's TiVo or whatever he uses. And he's like, and Porsche's force was like, it's not really going to be three hours. Is it? (laughs) I mean, and we're like, no, no, they're going to have like after commentary and everything else and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And you know, look, we're already like 13 minutes into it as they're having the introductory stuff going on. And yeah, (laughs) no, it really fucking went on for that long. So go listen to that. That I, that was a hell of a good time. I did listen to it. I listened to all did of it. Uh huh. I did. And um... war, war, <laughs> war. There was a lot of that going on. Yeah. Um, what Until really, what out. really Absolutely. hurt though, was to realize that Trump isn't even close to the worst candidate up there. No. That's what's that was what hurt. I was like, he's not even the worst. Not Any even amount- close. Yeah, the amount of people I hear saying, "Oh, I'm gonna vote for Ben Carson. Ben Carson's my oh, man." And I'm like, "Are I you saw my first... fucking serious?" I saw my first Ben Carson sticker in the wild. <laughs> 
it was on the back of a car that had an Oath Keeper sticker oh, on yeah. it, too. Oh, yeah. of course yeah. Yeah. I, hey, like, I, oh. I know that car. They're not racist. <laughs> It's you. No. They're not racist. No, because I like that one black guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Between Carson, Cruz, and Huckabee, I mean, it, it almost makes you want to drink yourself to oblivion. Like, And then you guys kind of did. And I understand yeah. why. I understand why. Because well, that to get was through those things. That's really awful. the only way to get through it. I was driving. That was probably a poor decision. I mean, nothing bad happened, but it could have. <laughs> yeah. I, I think yeah. the only Republican candidate I do somewhat would ever vote for if he was wasn't Republican would be uh Chris Christie. He's the only Chris one I Christie think was... that I hear saying sane things once in a while. Yeah, he said some sane things. Yeah, every the arena wasn't every now for it. No, she was terrible. Well, she lied well, the, the, her ass yeah. off about the Planned Parenthood thing, and yeah. she fucking oh, she doesn't know what she's that. talking she about rebuilding the Sixth Fleet. And like, I forgot about the Planned She's a horrible human. I think I but... shut my brain down for that, but you're right. She did totally do that. Yeah, uh, well, they're, they're all they're all horrible human beings, but it, <laughs> oh, well, Chris, Christy is is like shifty as all fuck. Oh yeah, he's super politician-y. Well, it kills yeah, me. So... It's like no, nobody in Jersey really likes him. No, and if There's you just, look at there just hasn't been anybody they like better. And if you look at at the last election with uh, the Republicans that ran, did they win their states? No, because their states fucking mm. hate them. <laughs> it just goes to show, like, if your own state won't vote for you that you're coming from, how I, good of a candidate are you? I, Who was the uh, had... the guy at the sorry sorry the, the guy at the kids table? Wasn't that John Kasich that was there? I can't remember. It was him with um... Pataki was the only one who made any sense at all ever, like true sense. Oh no, Kasich was at the the big table, but he was the one that was like. I did all of this under yeah. Reagan. I did this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Reagan, Reagan. Oh my God! If they could have said Reagan one more time, and their memory is so fucking short yeah. because he was not a good president, <laughs> and he didn't do half the things they're attributing to him now. Reagan. Yeah, okay. It was, it was George Pataki. Sorry, George Pataki yeah. is about the only one I thought was sane. Yep. Pataki is probably the only one that might actually stand a chance if he could actually get through the primary. But he's, he's not, not crazy enough. enough. No, no, he's no. not crazy enough. No, and we we pretty much all called it on that one when we were doing the uh, the watching of that one, where he was starting to say stuff that made sense to us. So we're like, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's totally going to be totally away screwed. from his yeah. on this one. He's screwed. Although he said if, Kim Davis should be fired, so apparently yeah, he's although, a horrible, if, evil human being. If he has if he has the balls to hang in there, he he might do, he might start doing well. Oh, and I have audio of Kim Davis being interviewed God. by Megan Kelly. Uh, <laughs> I hope to not get her, to it. Her name's really been do. said twice already. You say it one more time, she comes out of the mirror <laughs> and Speaking of which, Damn I introduced it. my kids to Beetlejuice this week. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I heard they're going to remake that. that. They are. Oh, I heard no, that's no. not I heard remaking. That's the it's remake a sequel. Shoot. Or sequel. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a sequel. Okay. But the it's other one I heard is The Goonies. Uh, yes. That's yeah, that's time. that's that's a rumor, and I I don't know if it's been confirmed, but I think the one that's floating around is that it's a sequel, according to somebody close to the project. That movie's thirty oh, fucking yeah. years old. Well, Corey Feldman's yeah. the one that blew that one up because he's got no career anymore. He's like, hey, I'm redoing the Goonies. <laughs> well, and look, we have Sean Astin's brother who's going to be Thanos in the mm-hmm. Infinity Wars. You have Sean Astin that actually had a decent career. Mm-hmm. Sean Astin, I know, really wants to make a sequel to Goonie. A sequel to Goonie. I think he's extra Christy, though, though, so that kind of bugs what, me. What, Sean Astin? 
Yeah, I just don't know if you can mm-hmm. read. Not, not a... really. I I know I know he's he's pretty conservative, um, yeah. but he's also actually a pretty. Oh, no, Mr. Frodo. He's a very smart guy. Uh, he's also a very very nice guy. I don't think short round ever uh, went anywhere. But, uh, <laughs> I think he's still in Hollywood though. Yeah, like, I think he like is. everyone I think from like it are like yeah producers. Uh, then uh, the fat kid. The... Oh, Chunk became a lawyer. Chunk, yeah, he's a, <laughs> well, he's a lawyer for Hollywood. Yeah, but he got like extra yoked. Yeah, he's he's, he's not fat. <laughs> he's got that fat kid syndrome, you know. Kid. That I'm still waiting to bloom up in my 35 years of God, life here. I'd love he I'd love to see it. anymore. Yeah, I'd love to see him do a trial. And that's his closing <laughs> argument. Like the closing argument is the like Neville shuffle. Longbottom, how he was super. Oh, Neville Longbottom, <laughs> yeah, quite a looker. He is something else. Goodness, I'm, he's dreamy. Yeah, he I is getting dreamy. tired. I am getting sick and tired of these guys that are making me question my own sexuality. <laughs> it's, it really, it needs to stop. Oh no, Where'd it doesn't. Get used again? to it. This is how I live my life. Because yeah. Anyway, barista girl, barista. Yeah, blonde barista. Yeah, definitely. Well, being that I scored extremely well on the Kenzie scale, like extremely <laughs> to the one side, I I guess I don't really have many guys making me question my sexuality anymore. Wait, did you? <laughs> but you didn't have a sexuality, right? Well, it's there, but it's just like, eh. <laughs> no, you take, that, that's the sexual one. I, it's, it's, I guess it's between asexual and just not giving a fuck. <laughs> Is there? It's like one notch up from asexual. <laughs> Because that's like a huge part of my life. Like, <laughs> that's a part of my life I want to be huge. I wasn't a doubt. I funny dick joke. <laughs> oh wait, that was a dick joke. I completely yeah. missed that. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I was paying attention to yeah. Jonathan Cake. I hope the person it whoever was... was working on a spreadsheet at their desk right now just kind of got a chuckle out of it. It was like that was for you, Landon. It was just like, <laughs> just a little just a little dick joke. A little just dick a joke. Little thing. one. So tiny. <laughs> so small. Okay, so let's see. What other events do we have coming up? That's pretty much it for all of us. Uh, we have Atheist of Utah events coming up on October 3rd. We have the Atheist of Utah Good Without God event at the – which which food bank is it? There's only Felicia? the one food bank on – The one There's food the bank. one food bank. The food bank of Utah. Um, I don't have the address right. No, nope, just Google it. Yeah, it's You're super easy. There's just the one. Um, yeah, so that's October 24th. Fourth, we have the Halloween party, which I will I, I hope to make it to, but I think I'm coming home from the fucking Caribbean that day. I don't know. Uh, uh, but there's a Halloween party going to be happening at Piper Down. Yep, yep, yep. Go fucking sign blast. up for it. it. It's going to be a blast. Tip your waiters, tip your drink, p- drink makers, bartenders. That's what they are, order bartenders. Food. I mean, we'll yeah. have snackies, but, you know, order yeah, their I'm, shepherd's pie. Final I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and be there. Half- I'm off. Yeah. Nice. Can I spend half? Can I spend half the night complaining about how expensive the booze is? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because you can buy yourself a Utah Outcast flask. <laughs> what? Oh, you you, you better what? not be shitting me about that. Yeah, no, gonna, you really can. Can we do that? Yeah, it, it, <laughs> since it's a nice square emblem that we use for the the show, you can actually go to cafepress.com slash Utah Outcasts and you can order yourself a flask with our fucking logo on it. Nice. Um, God damn. Among with like t-shirts and stickers and shit. Yeah, you're welcome. We haven't been pushing it too much because I don't think we're big enough for that yet. But landed squeed like a little girl. When <laughs> I, I, I that, want so. all the Utah Outcast stuff. I want a coffee mug. I want a flask, and I can't wait to get my bumper sticker. Like I want yep. all of it. Ordered mine. Can't wait for it to get t-shirt. here. T-shirt. 
thong. Uh, Whatever. Thong? I don't care. I, I'll wear that. I'll fucking rock the I thong. I know you will. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I know you got Sarah Kramer coming on, but can we plug the uh, October 29th protest at World Congress of Families? Yes, thank you. Yeah. I was actually going to do that. Uh, that yes, October 29th, we're protesting the right. World Congress of Families. Uh, to quote my little brother, fuck those guys. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> reprehensible fucking people. Absolutely reprehensible, yes. Uh, yeah, Sarah asked me if my little brother would be interested, so I texted him. I'm like, hey, you want to be an activist? And I told him about the World Congress family. Yeah. He's like, hell yes, I want to. He's got 15. He's like, fuck those guys. So I'm like, yay. Just made a little an activist out of my little brother, Matt. Now, let's keep in mind, this is a so- Southern Poverty Poverty Law Center, like, listed as a fucking hate group. Yes, yes. they're a hate group. They really are. They aren't just like the Sutherland Institution Mm-mm. or whatever the fuck they're called. These guys are the real fucking deal. They are bad, bad folks. Yeah, and Uganda they're coming to the state. against homosexuality. You know where they get the yeah. death penalty now? Yeah. Where mm-hmm. you have a guy, I can't remember his name, and I really don't want to fucking remember it because, you know what, I don't want that shit staining my brain. Um, but the we played some audio from him a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, he's currently facing uh, crimes against humanity charges from the UN. And well-deserved. Thank you very much. So yeah. hopefully the Hague commits some like gets him guilty of that shit and we'll have one less crazy fucking theist on the planet. But you know, they're like Hydra. Yeah. Where one goes to two come up in its place. And and the the thing is is the way they operate is they don't attach their name to these things. Mm-hmm. They've got politicians in their back pocket that they pay basically to put these bills up. So when the bill comes up, it doesn't have their name on it. So when people look at it like, oh well, where did this come from? Like, well, these are the ones backing the money who these politicians are in with this organization. Where do you think they're getting their fucking ideas from? I, I really wish we had some sort of law out there where you actually had to name your bill what it fucking does. Oh, yeah. yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, like, instead of, you know, like, the, the save puppies and dolphins, like, bill that, like, does stuff that where it does absolutely the opposite of that, you know? Some... Uh, oh, this is the uh, this is the, what we call the Hitler final solution bill, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> what does that do? Oh, it causes uh, clean rivers and, you know, yeah, <laughs> death to Jews. You know. uh, or- some, some <laughs> people actually apparently with the protest have expressed interest in doing like respectful disagreement with these people. And uh, my attitude toward Sarah when we were discussing it was, uh, no, no, we're not going to change their minds and fuck these people. It can be out and out mockery. What we are trying to do is educate the rest of everyone about what these people are actually about, because I guarantee if everyone knew what they really were instead of they put in that World Congress of Families... You know, happy sounding. Yeah. Oh, we are super rational. We have Congress right in our name, and we value the family. Like, it, if we showed them that that's a lie, that those, those words are used to manipulate you, uh, yeah. and we create a complete and total mockery of them, kind of like with the Foo Fighters and their protest, oh, yeah. their counter protest to the Westboro Baptist Church. I really think that we could. Uh, that I think that's more an effective move than. Yeah, I don't know. Being, being a, debating or de- trying to debate with them. It's not it's not going to happen. Yeah. We need a whole bunch of counter-protest people with a whole bunch of signs that have the arrow pointing at the, fuck this guy. Seriously, you know? I seriously <laughs> feel like we need as many naked people as possible because what could offend them more than human bodies? I'll, I'll go down <laughs> there uh, in the camera. Hells yeah, Ryan. <laughs> 
But, He's like nudity. Fuck, I'm there. But it's not even just <laughs> no, the fact. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But it's not just the uh, uh, the homosexuals that they're going after. The same sex no, marriage they're going after. It's 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 uh, single families. It's interracial families. It's interracial not people. just that. Uh, what they say by World Congress of Families saying uh, the family, progress of it, women. Progress. Yeah. Of women. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they want. They... Yeah, they want a, a husband and a wife that are of the same uh, race. Mm-hmm. And to have two to three kids, that is their, you know, the, uh, I'm trying to think of the, like, not plutonic, the nuclear family. The nuclear family. family. The yeah. Nuclear family. Like, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Well, they want women to be in the home because, you know, that's how God made them. And then they have these weird ideas of what femininity means. And it's it, it's really fucked up. And uh, it, Speaking of which, I saw fucking, uh, I saw a polygamist at Lagoon today. What? Weird. I, I awesome. yeah I've seen them there like every single time I've gone. Like we're talking like denim dress from like neck to floor. But it's <laughs> but it's Sunday. Yeah, that's what fucking they... blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're like the uh, the um, they take the actual Sabbath. You know, you know, since oh, Saturday. Yeah, since since Saturday since Saturday supposed supposedly the end of the week in my calendar and most other people's. You know that that day of rest shouldn't be Sunday. It should be Saturday. Yeah. And the weekend only it. came about because of unions wanting to have a break. Yay, unions. You can, Good, go unions. <laughs> you can thank yeah. Wisconsin for that. Speaking of uh, fucking World Congress of Families, I found out that uh, our good buddy uh, Herbie is going to be speaking at there. Yeah, so is, uh, so is good old Attorney General. I bet Reyes is going to be there. Yep. Yep. Oh, my God. Well, Herbie's supposed to be giving the opening speech to the That's whole disgusting. convention, as far That's as I disgusting. know. That's disgusting. That is not acceptable for any of our politicians to be involved in this organization at all, at no. any point. No. Well, let's it's give not... him a break. He doesn't know what any of the words in the thing he was going to do mean. Kid only has a high school education. What, what do you got against only high school educations? Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? What's up with that? Yeah. I mean, I got an associate's, but I consider myself a high school graduate first and foremost. <laughs> I consider myself I, I, with as, my letter. I think trauma. that I made the right decision by saying, yeah, college isn't going to help me in my career path at all. So. No, you can't go to college for cheese. No. I mean, you probably can. Well, there's a there's a certification course and I plan on taking it. But that's a whole different thing. Trust me. Mm-hmm. You have to have two years of experience just to take the test. What? Oh, so, yeah. That's normal in the food industry. Experience matters way more than education because most yeah, of your education is gained on hand. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that that's a... that's how it is in most fields. It is, After but the food up... industry acknowledges it. <laughs> After I started up the Godless Beer Fishing Autos Group, I started looking into having the, to get the test done where you find out, you know, how it is to be a person that pairs beer with food. Ah. And it got to be really fucking like complex and everything. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'd just, I'd just rather drink it and enjoy it. Actually, um, I, I, I can't remember what it's called. Sommelier is what from wine. Sommelier is wine, but they off, nowadays they often do beer, cocktails, all of it. Um, but it's all bullshit, dude. There yeah. is no, <laughs> there is no exact way to do it. There's some rules of thumb, like if you've got something uh, like an acidic cheese, something sweet goes really well with it, like. Blue cheese and honey, or port wine. It's like it's like don't have an IPA with Italian. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, you know. There's some rules of thumb, <laughs> but for the most part, do you want to know what the answer is? And seriously, they will tell you. Like anyone who's honest what with you, you yeah. do. they'll Never be like, good. "Try it. It might work." And that's yeah. how I do my pairings. I'm like, 
Well, and also from, and then from I, that... sometimes it's really terrible. Actually, uh, the head cheese monger was in, and she goes, "What do you think?" Head cheese, yeah, <laughs> yeah, head cheese. She goes, uh, "What do you think will go with this? What cheese would go with this chocolate?" And I'm like, mm, right off the bat, I'm feeling this. Actually, Asiago. it was actually no, it was which chocolate would go with Danish Fontina, and I was like, ah, right off the bat, I'm feeling this chocolate bar, something fruity. And we tried it, and it was terrible. But she she has been doing this a lot longer than me, and she didn't like know that before we tried it. She's like, "All right, let's try it." That's the thing is that even that's the beauty of food. Yeah, we yeah. just taste things, and we're like, "Let's find out." And we ended up finding one that actually tastes this chocolate bar. I love it. it tastes like graham crackers and cinnamon, and it went really well with that cheese. But that we had to try like five different chocolate bars. How's uh? Has anybody seen Ratatouille? I'm oh, sure. Yes. Kyle I, has. Of course, no. yes. Well, but that that scene where he's trying to teach his brother a meal, mm-hmm. like how to taste things, <laughs> and you know he's like, okay, taste this. He's like, yeah, it's cheese, and he's like, okay, now taste this, and he like hands him like a mushroom, and he's like, okay, yeah, it's a mushroom, and he like puts them both together, and he starts seeing colors and everything. It's like <laughs> it was a magic like, mushroom. It's yeah. fucking <laughs> magic. when foodies get it. Foodies I, I really do. do I get it, it. no, because. Uh, I, I've had a pairing once. Um, that and so when you try well. to explain this, people like like put the two together, and you get like this wonderful dance of things. It was a like... Bailey Hazen Blue with a uh, medium rare filet, uh, filet mignon, and uh, mm-hmm. that like it, you couldn't really pull out the blue cheese or an overwhelming meaty flavor. They just like suddenly came together, and it was magic. Right. <laughs> that was that was my life. So, so okay. Um, let's I see. divulged in food. I'm sorry. I keep <laughs> yeah, this. no, no, it's fine. It's completely fine. Uh, let's see. We have what else we have coming up? October 30th, we have Trunk or Treat coming yes. up. And then there's always coffee on Thursdays at Mestizo Coffee. And I think we have a Sunday one as we well in Ogden. Two Sunday ones, one in Ogden. Oh, okay. And, uh, and isn't isn't there talk of uh, moving the coffee? Isn't I've isn't Mestizo this. possibly going away, or you know, they might I not really be big enough no to hold us? They keep saying that, but I have not really seen that. To my, I don't know. Um, uh, that's not really been my experience, but some people have talked about moving it. Uh, so far, we haven't really found a place that's going to be able to House. stay with that, like stay open that late. Really, uh, um, we'll just have Willie's open up earlier. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no kidding, right? Um, I'm a day drinker. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, much. Especially fucking fiscal year in. So, yeah. Yay! Right yeah, now, so much. Right it's now, 11 a.m. somewhere, so hey. Coffee better be at Mestizo because Caitlin from Dogma Debate, I reached out to her and her and I got texting and I told her, hey, come see us at coffee. So do you guys? Uh, did you guys listen to Dogma Debate this last week? Caitlin, she's oh, nineteen. Yeah, the, she got kicked out the, of her home, her Mormon home. Yeah, well, I, I didn't listen to. It. I saw the uh, uh, was it her GoFundMe page set up for her? Or yeah, it, she yeah. wanted four hundred dollars yeah. and she got ten thousand. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that just goes to I, show. I got it downloaded. I, I started listening to it. I haven't gotten all the way through it because Dave does really fucking long shows every yes. week. He does. <laughs> I, I got in touch with her, so she, hopefully it's still at Mestizo. Um. The Ogden one is at Grounds for Coffee on Twenty Fifth Street. Street. Yes, and there's a South Valley Coffee at five p.m. on Sundays uh, at High Point Coffee in West Jordan, uh, West Valley. Excuse me. That's seventeen thirty-five West, seventy-eight hundred South. 
Okay, so that brings us to the end of all that stuff. We're going to get into some news here real quick because we do have a full, full fucking segment of audio that we're going to share for you guys, the real audio. Uh, We're going to try to start, instead of having light news, heavy news like we had been doing, we're going to have news first, and then once the break is done, we're going to go into our audio because as the last couple episodes have shown, we really fucking comment on that stuff, and it's a lot of fun. And then the uh, the second break, we are going to move all of our pop culture and stuff. And um, sorry, but Ryan doesn't know this, but we're going to interview him. Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't even prepare any answers. That's OK. That's, Just that's come perfect. come as you want. Carrie I'm, Jackson. I'm, as you were. I'm so the one who interviews people. Yeah, that's yeah. Again, <laughs> no, I mean, it's pretty easy. It's, it's going to be like, so, dude, what's it like living in Utah? <laughs> Weird. Think hard. Yeah. Tell me about your time in the military. You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> All right. I'll get... But you know what? You podcast. You know how to fucking stretch out one story 40 minutes. Come on. Oh, yeah. I can tell some fucking stories. There you go. <laughs> anyway, so the first little bit of news here that we have is Donald Trump stepping up his outreach to the religious right by um, he's going to be attending the annual conference for the Family Research Council. Uh, and anybody who listens to this knows exactly what that fucking group is about. Uh, and so that's like a cattle call to the most fucking radical speakers in the country. The Tea Party. Um, yeah, the, the Values Voters Summit, the, the Family Research Council's Tony Perkins, who I know a guy whose name is Tony Perkins. And I real, feel really bad for him that he's got the same name as this guy. So originally he was criticizing Trump um, when he declined an invitation to the summit because, you know, Trump, like a smart man, was saying, no, I don't want to align myself with those people. But realizing he can't win the right without having the God party in his pocket. Uh-huh. Uh, saying that um, has been an event where speakers are wildly cheered for de- delivering bigoted remarks and self-righteous tirades, which Trump is a amazing at doing yeah as if we haven't seen already not just self-righteous but man he's humble does not describe that man if anyone so, ever told me oh he's so humble i'd be like you're yeah. a crazy person no he's a he's a billionaire you don't get there by being humble no <laughs> you get there by inheriting and fucking people out of money yeah you know <laughs> and moving your business to china Ooh. yeah and you don't know, slave labor and yeah. all that other fun stuff too. So um, he's he's really has it, and it's funny because I don't know if you guys saw the interview that he had with Stephen Colbert. Oh yeah, or Col- God, that um, was awesome. Where <laughs> Stephen Colbert was like, "I'm gonna lob you the meatiest softball question that I possibly can." He's like, "This is a real easy one. This will like fire up. This will get you numbers and anything that you're talking about." He's like, "Is Obama an American?" And he couldn't give an answer on it at all. He had to, like, do the whole pol- <laughs> the political thing. And he started talking about uh, veterans and how they're not being treated right and everything, which I agree with. Yeah, in well, this yeah, country, fucking veterans no. are being treated right. But at the same time, your question was, like, is Obama an American citizen? You know, because he has a birth certificate mm-hmm. from this country. There was a there was a video a while back that there was such a poli- political, like, politician-y answer to that. Uh Muslim American student said, well, how are you going to represent Muslim Americans? And she said, you come in here talking about the peaceful majority when we're talking about the and like that wasn't the question at all. The question was, yeah. how do you also represent Muslims? And like she went into this whole tirade about how they, there are those violent Muslims and those are the ones we have to actually deal with. Like and then like I heard a bunch of Republican like conservative people would be like, it was such a great answer. I'm like. That wasn't the it question. Meant. She didn't say a damn <laughs> yeah. thing about the peaceful yeah. majority. 
not a word about that. That was weird. She did not actually answer the question. And I can't remember if we talked about it. I I'm I'm mixed up because I've done four podcasts in like two weeks, so I'm not sure what show I fucking talked about it on. But uh, Ben Carson saying that Muslims should not be allowed to run for president. That was actually oh. okay. Yeah, and it's it just amazes me that there's that much like self interest in their own fucking group. Is like, oh, I can be a Christian and run for this country. Well, you have to for the be a Christian and run for this country. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you can't be an atheist and run for this shit. It's just really fucked up. But you know, the fact that they're saying this kind of shit, and it's like Trump has probably never been much of a religious man. I mean, no. if you're a billionaire. You're not. You're going to be hedonistic as fuck. I don't give a shit who you are. Yeah, that, that, like let me see. I'm going to pay a midget would, to have sex with the rhinoceros. If and she then... wasn't his daughter, he'd date her. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Super creepy. Creepy. I don't know. I could probably say some stuff about that about my kids, but they're like four. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. That's not, I'm not saying I'll date them or anything. I'm just saying you know like. Like my kids are fucking awesome, and maybe that maybe that's where it's coming from. I don't know. Ryan, do you got any kids? No. Okay. No, no kids. That my I dad know of. has. My dad has told me that I'm pretty, but I don't. Okay, that's probably about the line it should end at. Yeah. So I'm gonna shut the fuck yeah. up and move on. Yeah. My dad never here. told me I'm pretty, but he shouldn't. My my dad just told me to quit being a pussy all the time. So. <laughs> I stole yeah. Sarah's line today for sneezing. Which in 2015 shouldn't be a bad line because pussies are awesome. Uh, I love pussies. Yes, indeed. I'm a fan, actually. Yeah. Um, especially my own. Well, As an owner. Y- y- I hope you like your own because y- you're stuck <laughs> with it. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, everyone... like. You hear it all the time, and I've said it before. People are like, oh, being a woman and periods and hormones. I'm like, first of all, my hormones come on a schedule. So it, men, they have a cycle as well. It's just not as regulated. It's daily. It's daily. <laughs> but there are bigger spikes that happen random, like kind of randomly. I mean, there's a yeah. cycle, but it can be affected by a bunch of things. So you could be yeah. like super high testosterone one day and low testosterone like the week later. <laughs> yeah, and it sucks. And you can't predict that shit for anything. And you'll never know if it's your hormones. One day I could just be like, I feel kind of shitty. It's hmm. hormones. Like I, I can know. Chocolate. And then uh, on the I've other side, I've got the of that, cure to those hormones. Yeah, I know. I Pay I use that. Oh, I use that cure of alcohol. <laughs> sorry, somebody appreciated that joke out there. Uh, but the other the other side of that is um, multiple orgasms, and I don't guys guys can yeah, guys can have that. that. No, not the same. No, you can't have it the same way. Physiologically, you can't have it the same way. I, when, I want anybody listening. To you this can right wait now. fifteen minutes and. Well, there's a refractory. Uh, that's that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want people listening to this right now to go out and look for Doug Stanhope's uh, segment about Blort. <laughs> Google that because he's he's talking about how stupid it is that us men do as much as we do for that 15 seconds. Of, blort. You know, <laughs> that's it. Go go Google that. It's fucking I'm, hilarious. I'm telling you hey, guys. that's that's like, like the, just... the best. That's the best 15 seconds of the week. I've had him like week like three times in a row, like not even a minute apart oh, from yes. me. It's amazing. It. It's amazing, and it's like better each time. So You're you guys me can wish tell. I had a vagina. That's what I, I am telling you. Everyone always talks up. Oh, I get a pee standing up. I'm like, yeah, 
three incredible orgasms in a row. I win. I don't know. It is kind of handy when you're going for a run to be able to just pee in the bushes. I don't, I don't fuck, know. I don't even pee standing up anymore, so what the fuck do I have to <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, as a guy, he just want to relax and enjoy the pee, which is my well, life. I have an hey. excuse. So anyway, back to news, and I, I hate to step on multiple <laughs> orgasms, but there's a guy that died <laughs> from multiple in orgasms? Macon County Jail last June who was arrested for pay, for failing to pay a okay it's a ungodly amount for a, for a traffic ticket it was a $772 traffic ticket what on earth could he have done that would have cost that kind of money but anyway he was stuck in a cell for 17 fucking days for a traffic oh he was denied medications <gasps> he was denied a lot of stuff which led to his death mm-hmm. holy shit a dude that got brought into jail for failing to pay for traffic tickets. Question. Died. Was under he the brown? Community. No, he was a white guy. Oh. Oh, okay. So that's white. that's why we're hearing about it. Yeah, okay. exactly. There it is. Yep. So he was um he was on benzodiazepine, which is you know anything that ends with the ean. Yeah. You know, so. mm-hmm. Um, he was uh he was having hallucinations from it and uh. He felt that all of his organs had been removed and his arms had been shredded, leaving like 10% of He was really fucking going crazy. Oh, That's awful. And so he's, he was stripped naked for his own safety. Mm-hmm. And they watched him like a 24-hour-a-day camera kind of thing. But he spent like the final 10 days of his life suffering excruciating diaza- sorry, benzodiazepine withdrawal yeah. syndromes. Oh, my God. So he just suffered and suffered while he was in a fucking cage, butt naked. And so he crawled under his like cell bed and heaved his last last breaths. That's so like an it, animal. It, I mean, yeah. Like I mean, we are should... animals, so one would expect that we would react that way in that situation. But mm-hmm. fuck, like, why, why did why did the system do what it always does and be like, oh fuck, you didn't pay your traffic ticket? Okay, show up for court. Okay, if you don't show up for court, you get a warrant. You yeah. know. But don't keep a guy in a fucking cell for 17 days butt naked. And I know this really doesn't have any shit to do with, with atheism or anything, but it's a really We're interesting We're also story. humanists. Is everyone yeah. a humanist? I don't know. Sure, like, you, don't know. you don't know if you're a humanist, X? Fucking humans. Ugh. We ruin everything <laughs> on this planet. We do, but we there's also some... But we also stuff. made cheese and beer. Yes. And... I'm I'm kind of a fan of the human species, you know. I, I would like it for it to perpetuate, but just as a more responsible fucking group of people. Yeah. I, I have a, Which we can't do until the fucking religious people are gone. This is true. <laughs> Although I have also often compared the human species to a cancer. We are. Well, yeah. I, we honestly are. Mm-hmm. And so when we're talking about, you know, like, let's colonize Mars, I'm like, mm, yeah, no. No, I mean, as cool as that would fucking yeah. be, like, yeah, we don't really need to, like, I know Doctor Who really fucking loves our species, but that's that's a story written by our species about our species. Yeah. So how fucking navel gazing <laughs> can you get? There's but, there's some there's also some debate about that, and I can talk about that later. Yeah, don't you have a? Did you see The Martian this week? Uh, oh yeah, you did. That's right. We'll talk about that later. We'll get to it. We'll get Is to that it, that yeah. new uh, Matt Damon movie? Yeah, Matt Damon. I want to see that. I am but, far. I'm not cynical enough to. To well, write us off yet, you'll, I think no. that you'll get there. I think <laughs> that the expanse of education is the answer to everything. 
except there's too many people fucking willing to remain ignorant. Yeah. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, speaking of ignorance turning into somewhat something smart, we have China adapting a cap and trade system for their pollution. Finally. Good for them. Well, wow. they did say last year when they came on where Obama was going over there to get the uh, going about climate change, they said they were going to go on a camera for like a 15-year plan to actually lower their shit like below their lowest levels I've ever had. Mm-hmm. So this just goes to show that they were serious about it and they're actually going to do and they're actually starting to implement things like try to get there. Hmm. Good for them. Which I'm happy to see because Beijing will actually be a fucking city you could visit without having to worry about getting some sort of, you know, teratogen cancer or something, you know. Oh, I've already got that, I think. <laughs> no. I, don't worry, I'm pretty sure we've all Google already got that. That's a really fucking interesting thing where it fucking alters your DNA. You know, when you hear about, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you're like, yeah, they were introduced to this mutagen kind of stuff. Yeah, well, that's not a good thing. No. <laughs> Like, technically, it could be. It could yeah, can we be, be like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I mean, technically, Maybe. most of the time... Well, most mutations are actually completely benign. The vast majority of mutations don't do yeah. shit. Uh, your body just kind of goes, useless. Blah, blah, blah. So that brings <laughs> up a, a, a dumb yet fun question, because it really will tell the the people who who you really are. And Felicia, Kyle, I don't know about you guys, but I grew up watching Ninja Turtles. So which Ninja Turtle were you? Which one did you always prefer? Are you kidding Donatello. me? Leonardo. Was it because he had swords? Because that's why I liked him. I mean, he had the only weapon that was actually like a weapon weapon. Like the other one just, you know, banged on shit. I mean, <laughs> he had swords that cut through things. Leonardo was idealistic and he was a leader. Hmm. See, when I play with all my friends, I always pick the Shredder. (laughs) (laughs) I always pick the bad guys for some reason. Like, I'm always more interested in the the evil person's thing. I had had the mask and, like, a turtle shell backpack and everything. Uh, And also, the the Shredder on the original cartoon is fucking Uncle Phil from from (laughs) uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now you'll go back and like, tonight I dine on turtle soup. You're like, oh, dude, that's fucking, that's Uncle Phil. <laughs> <laughs> you can't unhear it once you hear it. You're like, oh, geez. <laughs> Thanks. You just, you just ruined Ninja Turtles. Shredder! Yeah, I never know which one's which, but the guy in the red with the trident things. Oh, that's Raphael. Raphael. Because mm-hmm. I thought that weapon looked look cool. <laughs> Size, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Focusing on the weapons and like Felicia's like, yeah, he was the leader. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. It's a gender thing. Is that a gender thing? I think it is because we're talking about phallic symbols and you're like, <laughs> you like well, the long swords. And I'm going swords. for the meat of the. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As it were. Shit. Oh, yeah. For the meat of the yeah, turtles. We're, yeah, if we're, if we're going by phallic symbols, I, yeah, I was a Donatello was Donatello. Guy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that big fucking stick. There you go. For hell's sake. I love the show. <laughs> yeah, I, I went. I went. I fuck. I'm a size queen. I went for the guy with the biggest stick. I'm not gonna lie. I don't even remember <laughs> his weapon. Don't even. I don't even remember his weapon. Oh, you know his weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Turtle penises, by the way, are like 50 percent of their body length. Well, <laughs> <that's really laughs> yeah, they're huge compared to it, their size. And, and pigs have, have like a be. corkscrew cock. No, that's yeah, just, yeah, just watch, watch any of the animation domination shit. 
No, I thought ducks had the culture. They all do. Yeah, an- animal yeah. penises are are really really fucking creepy. Yeah, oh, dolphin penises are like prehensile. They're just <laughs> <laughs> just watch the Ducktales video from animation domination. Yeah, uh, scientifically accurate. Uh, scientifically accurate mm-hmm. do- uh, Ducktales. Yeah, well, I mean, like any of the scientifically accurate ones will have some some, some sort of mention about penis or poop. Fucking love those videos. Wiki for everything. So we're gonna move on from that. And we're gonna talk about the uh, the seven as the last as the last I checked, which was about three days ago. There were seven hundred and seventeen pilgrims dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From the uh, the the was not a rampage, but a uh, stampede. Stampede, stampede that yeah. happened. The Hajj. Mm-hmm. From the Hajj that they're having at Mecca in, in Saudi Arabia, and it was mainly at the station where they they did the whole. I don't know how much you guys know about this stuff, but for a long time there, I was actually looking into Islam. What? Not like, not like actually, like you know, joining oh. Islam, but I, like I was, I was really fucking curious. I, I, any religion I found outside of Christianity, I found really fucking interesting. Yeah, for long, I did the same so. thing. I spent, I went and visited uh, an Islamic prayer center as. So I, I annoyed the fuck out of the one dude that worked on base that I knew that was Islamic. I'm like, so tell me about this. Tell me about that. And you know, it's like, dude, just. Fuck, there's other people to talk to. I gotta fix I gotta fix this engine. Shut up. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, but this was the uh, during the Hajj, they have a lot of different activities they have to do, and this is the one where they throw stones yeah. symbolically at Satan. Mm-hmm. That sounds stupid. Sorry. And so there was a I mean, I'm not sorry, actually. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it comes from the the whole story, you know, uh, Jesus being tempted by, and it's probably not just Jesus, it's probably other people too, but um, being tempted by Satan to, you know, give up his ways and become who he was kind of thing. And so you throw stones in a, like a pit kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where you're, you're supposed to be like symbolically re-representing that kind of thing happening, which was at a place called uh, Mina, which is a few kilometers south, uh, like east of Mecca. Mm. Right. So they arrived together at a crossroads on their way to performing the stoning of the devil at Jamarat, which is uh, where it was happening. And the disaster happened. Um, the, they say this like it's a good thing. Was the, the, the last big catastrophe like this to happen was in 1990. You know, which really, for people my age, really wasn't that fucking oh, long no. ago. <laughs> uh, but where they were... 1400 people yeah. that were that were killed it, in just the last like 30 years three like almost 3000 people have fucking died for this i mean besides the ones that have been bombed and drone strikes <sighs> mm-hmm. killed themselves and joined isis and all this other shit yeah whatever but these ones like just doing their religious religious pilgrimage yeah. like nearly 3000 people have died and this is yeah, and i started thinking about this and i'm like I wonder if Mormon pilgrims don't have to worry about this kind of thing. They go to like, <laughs> they go to places like Illinois and shit like that, where it's like, oh look, there's the temple that that Joseph Smith started yeah. up. Oh, that's interesting, you know, like yeah, uh, not... there's nothing fucking hardcore about it no. at all. No, no, <laughs> no. no but, but Christian persecution, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for them, uh, most persecuted only discrimination in the United States. Yeah. And... But, like, uh, yeah. 
And Christians got it so damn hard. And people are dying for this. And then people around them are making it out to sound like this glorious, you know, they died heroes kind of thing. You know that that's what the people around them, they died doing something for God. And so now we're making it sound like it's a good idea to go well, I mean, and... I, be, I believe technically if you die on the pilgrimage, you go straight to, you know, you pass go and you collect the $200. Oh, really? hey! So, yeah, you got to spend money in heaven? Dibs on the horse. <laughs> Shit. Dog. I want the dog every time. Actually, now they have a cat one. Hey, have you guys ever watched the movie Defending Your Life? No. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. heard of it. Uh, it's an Albert Brooks movie. Okay. I bet Kyle's seen it. Mm-hmm. How old? Where in the afterlife, you know, it's a... It's not a, like, you know, God-Jesus kind of thing. It's like, okay, in the afterlife, they decide who gets to move on to the next plane of existence by how well you lived your life in the life that you're living now. The really fucking fun movie. I can't remember who the uh, the supporting actress was in that one, but... Um, Is that the one where he gets, like, unlimited bacon? Yeah, yeah. I they go to, like, remember like, that. Every restaurant is a really fucking superb <laughs> restaurant that you can eat as much as you want. Yeah. Without worry about any <gasps> Look at that. They're always like they're being like shuttled around on different like little buses and stuff. Yeah. And, and like they go to this one restaurant and he's like, "Yeah, do you like pies?" He's like, "Yeah, I like pie." He's like, "I'll get you eighteen pies." Yeah. And he's like, he's "Like, I don't need eighteen <laughs> pies." He's like, no, trust me, you want eighteen pies. Like, you won't gain weight. It won't make you sick. Nothing can happen here. Mm-hmm. I just remember that because I remember like I want as much bacon as I can possibly fill my mouth with for the rest of my that, eternity. I went and that's to... about the only that's about the only way I've ever lived my life. I mean, not as a you know like maybe in the afterlife something will happen. Be like you know I'm going to try to live my life the best I possibly can without having to worry about you know is someone going to look back at this and be like man this guy really should have stepped forward at this point you know mm-hmm. you know I I yeah. really should be the the best person I possibly can be as I'm alive. Yeah, you only got one. I just yeah, want to leave this place a little bit better than I found it. That's all. <laughs> one of my favorite <laughs> memories is like them going into the, the, the hall of past lives where they go to see who they were in previous lives. And like the, it was Meryl Streep, I think it was, where it was looking back in the past. She's like, oh, I was Charlemagne. And he's looking back at who he was. And like he's being, he's like this sub native in the bush with like a bone in his nose, be, running away from something in fear. And he's like, she's like, who are you? He's like, dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, I love Albert Brooks. (laughs) I don't know where I'm going with that one. But anyway, (laughs) uh, yeah, go go on the Hodge. Go have fun with that, people. And, you know, potentially fucking. Well, the the thing about the Hodge, though, is that they're like, if you are Muslim, you're you are required to go on the Hodge at least once. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. Is the I know the traditional like the, the head garb that they wear over there. Yeah. Isn't the the red checked one mean that you have gone on your Hajj? I'm not sure. I, I, I I'll have to I'll have to fact check that. I'm sorry. I I don't know that much about Middle Eastern stuff. I just know from you know. I'm gonna yeah. go out Let's on a see, limb here. My dad here went and through, and a lot of my friends went through. So yeah, if you're Muslim, you you're supposed to uh, go on the Hajj uh, once in your life. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm pretty it's sure that it, yeah. Well, I'm I mean, pretty sure that uh, what you know what that means and. The significance of it really varies culture to culture. I guarantee it. Yeah. I do know that when I was in Afghanistan in 2003, we landed some Afghan planes so they could actually uh, have them go to the Hajj for the first time since the Afghan war. Jesus Christ. Really that long? Wow. But it was weird because we weren't allowed to look at the women. Like we were there (laughs) on standby with like M16s and shit. They're like, nope. You have to turn away from the women. 
like, well, that doesn't really bode well for like providing security. So you're all just, just standing around, like sitting there, staring at the ceiling, going, "Whoop, dude!" Well, this is what they're doing. This is just at, at the end of the runway, so they can walk between the mines to get to the plane. <laughs> That's real shit. Okay, we're gonna get to that in the interview. <laughs> um, but I do have some real audio here. We're gonna play in a few minutes about you know good old Gordon Klingenschmidt. Right. Talking about the the Hajj and you, this was previous to the uh, the people that died at that stampede. There was a crane collapse that happened yeah. recently as well. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna get to that in a second. But until then, have a quick little like short little break here. Probably gonna have a rant or something. Anyway, we'll catch you back on the other end. We'll be right back. And now it's time for a rant from one of your Utah outcasts. sampling i i think we can handle it first of all watch your fucking kids all right no they don't get five samples that they just shove in their face the idea is that you the grown-up try something and if you like it you buy it maybe you buy it for the kid to shut their face hole that's fine but they don't just get to like i'm not feeding your children for you this isn't snack time after school (laughs) second thing toothpicks Your toothpicks don't go back on the sample plate. No, they go in the trash can that's right there. You don't set it down next to the other toothpicks and you sure as hell don't put them back in the fresh toothpicks. Watch what you're doing. I know everyone goes mindless at the grocery store, but just like the, uh, just the smallest modicum of effort so that we don't actually have to like throw everything away. Also, your hands are not clean. No, you didn't just touch that one olive, okay? You touched the whole thing. You touched all of, you, all of them. You touched them all. I saw you. Don't even give me that crap. I only touched that one. They're in a pile. They're oily. You touched them all. I saw you. You're, it would be cleaner for you to sh- shove your whole face into the sample plate than for you to stick your hands in there. Nobody wants you to shove your face in there, but that would be cleaner. And the last thing, can we please figure out samples tray lids for fuck's sake there's a door it's, it's got hinges i've got an arrow pointing at it and people still lift up the whole lid and try and balance it while they're trying to sh- like stick a toothpick in something and inevitably it slides off and knocks samples all over the floor and then i have to clean up your mess because you can't handle please use the door and lift it up where it stays up seriously and the toothpicks throw it away Okay, I really don't want to be picking up your nasty ass toothpick. And and just take one. Okay? Don't come up and just start. I have seriously had people stand there and just look at me and eat sample after sample after sample. Just take one. You get two if you buy it. If you grab it and go, oh, I'm definitely getting that. Then you get another one. And watch your fucking kids. No, no, we were we were bullshitting. <laughs> we were bullshitting like we always do. Like we always do. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Um, we're going to move straight into the real audio. I did have a couple of items that I wanted to talk about uh, before we get into that. And this is just leftover news, so consider it that. Uh, we have a good picture of what Pluto looks like nowadays, thanks to the New Horizons spacecraft that went past it. <laughs> And did anybody see the snakeskin picture that came out? Yes. Snakeskin? Oh, yes. Pluto I, looks I saw, cool. 
Yeah, I saw some like photos the, on CNN and they look pretty badass, but I don't know if I know the snake skin you're one you're referring to. Like there is topography on you know, you've seen the giant like shadow part of the mo- of of Pluto where like they call it like Cthulhu or something like mm-hmm. that. But they found one segment of Pluto, Pluto that has like this wonderful like all like millions of ridges. Okay. Like it's just amazing. It's um let's see, they found it on Thursday. And they said that it's a unique and perplexing landscape stretching over hundreds of miles. It looks more like tree bark or dragon scales than geology. This will really take time to figure out. So I love it when we get stuff in where the scientists have no fucking clue how that happened. They're like, that's no, fucking it's amazing. Interesting. It's so fantastic. That's that's how we progress our knowledge, though. So they don't know if it's some sort of combination of internal tectonic forces and ice sublimation mm-hmm. and... uh I mean, Pluto's really fucking far out oh, there. Oh, I mean, yeah. So the sun does the the sunlight gets there. I mean, it's still sunlight, yes, but it's not near as good as we have here with our eight minutes past Whoa. the sun. You know, speed of light. <laughs> We're like eight light minutes away. I don't know the exact distance Pluto is away, but when you look, I've I've seen plenty of enough Neil deGrasse Tyson pictures and everything to know that you know Pluto looks like a, just any other star. I mean, like the sun looks like any other star from that point. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Uh, well, a, a bright star. But man, it's a it's an amazing fucking not planet, um, <laughs> celestial body. There you go. It's a uh, yeah, it's a, a planetoid, a dwarf planet. Dwarf, a dwarf planet. planet. It's a that, new classification. That, yes, which has a really fucking weird orbit anyway. So well, that and that was part of why it was disqualified from the regular planets yeah. because it didn't I mean, have the same orbit and. Well, and then they were finding a bunch like it, and it's like yeah, it hasn't like, hasn't cleared its orbit. Or, yeah, and it's oh, it's a they don't have a, a, they're unquote. not terrestrial like Earth with crust and a in a core like Mars and Earth and Mercury mm-hmm. are all terrestrial, and they're not gas giants. They certainly don't have any gas uh, around in a small solid center. Gas giants fucking amaze me they're because insane. everybody thinks. Like, oh, it's just gas. No, 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 no. There's, like, diamond cores in these yeah. fucking things. They're fucking amazing. <laughs> Let's go mine the shit out of them. <laughs> uh, I fucking... I, I love... get there under the enormous amounts of pressure. My my oldest got a telescope, like, the other day, just, like, as some sort of, like, kind of throwaway present from anything, and I'm, I am, like, fostering this as much as I can. I'm like, no, use that. Like, my, everyone went, always got me um, microscopes, and I love biology. I think microscopes are great. Like I, on the way out to Lagoon today, we passed like this really stagnant pond of water, like in Kaysville, and I'm like, oh, I could just imagine going over there and just like getting a scoop of it, you know. When we were and getting the dropper and the microscope out and be like, oh yeah, look at that paramecium. When I was in biology, I got stuck late after class one day, in college, and uh, they had a different level of biology class there. Or it was microbiology where they were studying all the different things and they had like E. coli and shit. And I'm over there like putting all of it under the microscope. I'm like, fucking look at this. Oh, it's E. coli. This shit so cool. loves space. It loves the vacuum of space. Like, and I'm just like looking at all of it. Like, I love that shit. Love it. Oh, and the only other item that we had here is that uh, Blood Moon happened tonight. Oh, um, the world's still here, people. My God, 100% failure. New Star Wars movie in a couple of months. They I mean, kept their 100% failure rate. <laughs> there ain't shit happening, you know. <laughs> I don't see anything coming out about Wall Street. I mean, Wall Street's closed till tomorrow morning, but still, I mean, you're not going to have financial system crisis. You're not going to have 
Jesus showing up at the Temple of the Rock, you know. No, nothing terrible is going to happen. Nothing happening. But, you know, but, life fucking rolls on. Mm-hmm. How about that? But people did empty their 401ks in preparation for the blood moon. That's God. a stupid thing to do. Yes, yes it it's is. fucking Cause, sad. Because now you're going to only... pay taxes on that. Yeah. This yeah. happens every 33 <laughs> years. It's so stupid. It's not that crazy. It's every 33 years. Yeah. So anyway, as we promised, uh, Gordon Klingenschmidt talking about the the mecha crane collapse. And this guy is. okay. And fashion correspondent X for read here. Don't wear black on black. (laughs) Don't wear a black fucking shirt (laughs) underneath a fucking black blazer. Don't do it. You you look like a fucking uh, cultist. You look like somebody who's about ready to wait for the, the spaceship behind Nibiru to yeah. come up, you know. And also so don't wear Nike brown shoes. because we can't quite tell what's going on there. So and and as always, thanks to Right Wing Watch for providing a lot of the stuff here. I mean, they don't know who we are, but we know who they are. So thank you very much. So here we go. Here we go. There are two different gods. There's a true God, Yahovah, the father of Jesus Christ. And there's a false God, Allah. Okay, pausing him here there because Oh, there's a real person. god and yeah. there's a false same god. Thing, yeah. <laughs> same fucking god. That, that's that's that, bullshit. I, I don't understand how people can be a like theology nerd and not understand this. How they don't understand, you know, Judaism is like story like chapter one. Yes. And then Christianity, chapter two. I explained this to my little brother. I'm like, they're actually all the Islam, same thing. Chapter three. All... Mormonism, chapter four. <laughs> chapter <laughs> Chapter three point five? Like three point one four because it's more it's it's Jesus in space. And in submarines. Jesus. And in America. Yes. Yeah. The most or American Missouri. of religion. Well, you know. Yeah, yeah, Missouri. That was Adam on Admi or whatever the fuck they they have the Adamic language that they talk about. And anytime they say that word, I keep thinking about fucking um, Captain Adama from Battlestar Galactica talking <laughs> this deep raspy voice. Ty, we need to jump systems again. <laughs> Sorry, three people out there got that one. Okay, Gordon Klingenschmidt, who is the father of the false prophet Muhammad. Now, which one were they praying to when? Act of God dumped this crane on their heads and killed 107 people. Oh fuck you! <laughs> uh, let's let's say let, let, they were in Mecca, so I I'm guessing they were praying to the, and you can't see it as we're doing the show, the quote unquote false god that he was pointing fingers to. He was he was actually doing air quotes on his shit too. So so then how did 9/11 happen? <laughs> yeah. How did 9/11 happen? If we were praying, if if 70 of this country and even more then was Christian because... and they were praying to the right god. Then how did 9-11 happen? How did that even happen? They, well, those that guys were inside... paying to the wrong god, the, the Allah, the false god, and they succeeded. How the fuck did it happen? That was a thermite charge set inside yeah. the... Uh... It was an inside <laughs> job. It was an inside job. I can feel the headache <laughs> you know, cause here. I can feel it. Jet fuel can't <laughs> melt steel beams. Oh, yes, it can. Oh. God damn it. It absolutely can, and then you add all the shit to it, you know, all the other flammable things. <laughs> I don't know about you folks, but that looked like a controlled demolition to me. When he said, pull it on building, on building seven. They were designed to fall straight down, because how devastating would it be if those giant fuckers went, whee! They were designed to fall straight down if they had to fall. 
That's what these well, guys are paid the big bucks to think well, about. Well, Felicia, I don't know about you, but I don't know a building that's designed to fall in the first place. <laughs> there was there were some other accidents that done happened. There was a fire. Is there more alcohol? That building didn't collapse on its own. I can't handle this. I can't. <laughs> this is bad. This is boom, so boom, bad. Boom. <laughs> and this is like the first 23 seconds of this guy talking. <laughs> See, this is why this segment goes on so long, and I fucking love it. And I got feedback from somebody this week. Is like, look, I'm not an atheist, but I fucking love your guys' segment where you rip on the religious. <laughs> like, yeah. give me some more real audio. So, all right, here I we go. think they were praying to a false god. Now, there's two ways you could look at this. You could either say Allah wanted to kill them, or you could say this is the consequence of their sin when they were really praying to Satan. And oh, for fuck's sake. I'm sorry. There's another way. There's plenty of other ones. Accident. Or, you know, number three, there is no God. Yeah. And this was not a punishment for anything. Number four, Thor was super pissed that they hadn't been paying attention to his holidays. Had nothing to do with him praying to the wrong God because. How dare you not call my day Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> what about what about the what about the option where the guy one guy just forgot to tighten that one bolt? That led to the crane Yeah, falling. yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. That just that, one. You know, that can't possibly be it. Or the fact or, that you, know, you have a how large. How about the civic planners, you know, that, that don't plan on having that many fucking people in one segment of town at a time. Well, not, you not know? just that, but we think of their safety concerns. They don't have OSHA and all that other shit. When you put yeah. a oh, giant no. fucking crane in the air, it's a giant pendulum. And when you have a sandstorm come about. It creates an excessive force at the top of that pendulum, which makes it fucking tip the fuck over. Oh, yeah, you know, hey, normal. Cool it, cool it there, current. science guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I only know this because I drive fire trucks and we drive aerial apparatus size, which at a certain wind speed, we are not allowed to raise that aerial platform because it will tip over because of the wind's force on it. Yeah, that truck may weigh 30 oh. tons. But that little fucking little stick on top of it will make it tip over because no, of the exactly wind. No, no, no. no. Has, to be, has, has to be God. No, nope, has, has to be God. He doesn't, doesn't, want, yeah. doesn't want you to save those people. There yeah. were only two options, you guys. There were only two. What was that? Only two options. Two options. It was, yep, it was, okay. it was either God that wanted to kill Motherfucking Fucking Jehovah. <laughs> Jehovah. Wait, let's, let's go back to what he said. Let's see. What was it? Different gods. There's a true God. Yahovah. <laughs> Yahovah. I was almost Yahovah. right. <laughs> Yahovah. I Yahovah. don't think that's, that's anyone's a... correct pronunciation no, ever. No, I've never heard that pronunciation of it before. It's terrible. I don't even say that because the tetragrammaton is fucking Yahweh. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I've heard Jehovah, Yahweh, but I've heard Jehovah. Can we just Jehovah write this? Y? It's like Y-H-W-H or something like that. <laughs> Can we just write this guy off for uh, just, just for his pronunciation alone? <laughs> But it's we can write him off just for believing Schmidt. Bullshit. I mean, he has Schmidt in his name. He's so fucking easy to make fun of, dude. His name is my name. My name is Gordon Edishit. <laughs> you know. La ha la 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 la. Ha la 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 la. <laughs> okay, let's see what else he has to say. If, if it's boring, we'll move on to the next guy because we we do have like five other ones for this. All right. Week. Oh, awesome! We're gonna have a good time tonight. Jehovah, Father Jesus, who does not. Take revenge, but shows compassion even to his enemies. Excuse me. 
<laughs> Let me play he, that again. He very compassionately dropped a crane on them. <laughs> Yeah, because Dorothy Gale was such a nice person was, to drop that house on the Wicked was, Witch's sister. He was very you know? sorry about it. And the so-called act of God was not an act of Jehovah, the father of Jesus, who does not take revenge but shows compassion even to his enemies. Said the guy, I am Lord the flood, my God. The flood? <laughs> the flood. This guy is compassionate. The fucking flood? Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta scoot over to the other computer and just take take a print screen because this is a fucking amazing <laughs> face. <Hang on. laughs> Fuck oh. this shit. <laughs> okay, I just had to save that to the clipboard because this is fucking amazing. <laughs> I want to make this the episode picture. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he really doesn't have anything else to say. I'm not really gonna <laughs> give a shit. Get, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Next. I mean, because I'm, next. Let's see. Next, let's rip them apart. Move on. God. So, okay, I've been saying that uh, Ted Cruz's real name is Raffaello. Yeah. Okay, Raphael. Yeah. Okay, Raphael Cruz is his dad's name. So he's a junior. (laughs) Okay. And his dad is just as fucking nuts. His dad is some sort of either... He's a preacher, isn't he? Preacher, or he's some sort of evangelical fucking talker. He's fucking nuts. So here we have him on video talking about the appalling lesbian women elected mayor of Houston. All right, this ought to be good. So here, just listen to this guy. It's about two minutes, but we'll, we'll, we'll of course, pepper it with our fucking commentary. Federal uh, Supreme Court had no jurisdiction to rule over marriage. Uh, All right. Yeah, uh, yeah, Supreme yeah, Court yeah, they did. does have fucking jurisdiction. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah. They didn't redefine marriage. They no. simply said, according to the way we get married, this totally applies, guys. I think the fact that they had the case brought to them in the first place gave them jurisdiction. Otherwise, yeah. they would have said, uh, "No." What they do. That's what so, they do. And I find it really fucking hilarious that Ted Cruz pretends to be Ted. Cruz, yeah. Americanized, Ted. the the non-Canadian Cuban yeah. that he pretends mm-hmm. to be, you know, instead of like, you know, Marco Rubio, at least fucking it like embraces yeah. it a little bit. Yeah, you know? <laughs> at least his so, name is Marco still. So on this whole thing of, you know, they made a law making gay marriage legal, you know, they can't make laws. I guarantee the four of us know how the Supreme Court works. Yes. Mm, it's yeah. really we, we do have th- most of us have gone through basic civics fucking yes. like learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as that a, you have a, a legislative, you have an executive, and you have a judicial branch. You know, separate but equal fucking groups of government. Yes. Checks and balances to make sure one is not seeking more power than the other should have, and that one so, is not acting illegally. You know, so like Congress the Supreme Court is supposed to do. Bullshit. They might pass pass some bullshit laws where it says, you know, you know, blacks can't get married to whites, you know. And so you'll have some go, okay, okay, that's a stupid law that you passed. And that's stupid that the president signed into the law. Uh But as a court system, we're going to go, okay, you have no precedent for this law to actually stand. Mm -hmm. Which is technically, I mean, I mean, I can't say specifically, but technically what has happened with the standing that we have here. It's like there's nothing in the books that says that. Marriage is one man and one woman. No. no. It is a contract between two people. Yes. Two individuals, yes. Mm-hmm. 
And as we, it has absolutely fuck all to do with gender bias. It has absolutely fuck all to do with whether. I mean, well, and that's you can get because mar- you changed the way we get married. We no longer well, had arranged marriages being the norm. It was individuals choosing individuals yeah. for personal happiness reasons. That's why we got married. There was no stipulation on having children. There was no stipulation on caring for your parents. None of that because we now had a social safety net to take care of our parents. And a lot of people, because we had the advent of birth control and a high population, chose not to have kids. So the sex of the people getting married didn't matter. And the it's, what's really funny to me is like we're seven seconds into this guy's interview. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. But the the thing is, like, you don't even have to be in love with the person that you get married to. No, it's a contract. Shit, you you know? don't even have to like him. No, it's, it's exactly the point. It's like, what was that shitty Adam Sandler and um, Kevin's uh, Kevin uh, James uh, movie no. that, that came out? Uh, they were firefighters. Larry. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Chuck and Larry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they had as as, 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 as ha ha ha. Remember that movie? Then. Why did you make me remember that movie? God damn it! Yeah, that was the, that was the embarrassment. You're a movie critic, and I love reminding you of your pain. I just remember it it, <laughs> Transformers Four. Transformers Four. Gay firefighters. You're such a masochist, X. That's why you make mm. us listen to this shit. I'm a sadist too. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> kick me in the balls. I love it. No, I'm just kidding. I've been kicked in the balls so many myself. times. I guarantee I'm sterile. <laughs> That's a Find guarantee. Find my balls. Find they're up. inside my abdomen somewhere. Those are called ovaries. Yeah, and they're the same <laughs> endometrial tissue as your testicles. Yeah, they're reverse testes. Not God reverse. Your. Oh, yeah, you, reverse. You no, no, you were females first. Yeah, we're, she's, we're, she is right there. We're reversed. They're reversed. We're both so, reversed. No, your testes other. are your. They're not reversed. They are just they so. Can't can't we just well, call can we just my... call them can't we just call them Bizarro ovaries? That works for me. <laughs> bizarro testes, Bizarro ovaries. That works. Bizarro. Is it, bizarro is it a Bizarro then too? Probably. Yeah, well, okay, the well, clit is made of the exact same. To, simpl- to simplify, the same structure as a penis. Yeah. Okay. Are we talking about the head? To simplify, we'll just call them bizarro genitals. Okay. Yeah, all right, that works <laughs> for me. So, Rafael Cruz, let's I, get it. <laughs> Seven seconds of him saying, you know, that Supreme Court has no way of saying that you know marriage is is not between one man and one woman. So, let alone the fact that again, I repeat, they have no right to make law. We're going to roll past that. But we okay. under a lawless administration. Okay. Obama is not a fucking lawless administration. If anything, he has upheld laws. Yes. A lot more than I was pleased with. Yeah. I, I may not agree with everything that he does, God. but I understand why he did it. Uh, so, but find a politician where you agree with 100% on their side. I, no, I didn't say that because I was firing that. I'm just saying. No, no, I'm no, no. I'm just saying it would be impossible to find a politician in which you agree with 100% of their, their I agree. platform. Unless you're a Republican. I agree with that. I won't agree. How's that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's let it <laughs> The president that says he has a pen and a phone, what? he bypasses Congress, he tramples on the Constitution, tramples on the Declaration, tramples on separation of powers, tramples upon the rule of law. But you know what? There's going to be a new sheriff in town. Oh. Come January 2017. But I'll tell you what. Meanwhile, we got a battle before us. And I just want to go back to something that David Welsh said when he talked about how few people vote. 
Which I will agree with that more fucking people need to vote. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the few people voting is actually in their favor, so maybe he should shut the fuck up. Exactly. Yeah, he the really fewer should people shut that vote, Republicans win. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I find it funny how he's ta- how he's how he's complaining about uh, President Obama talking about how he has a a pen and a phone. Okay. Yeah. Yes, he does. That's the prerogative. Mm-hmm. You guys signed that shit into law yeah. with the veto pen, like the line item veto that came in under Clinton. Like you can't bitch about it because obviously he was putting it into effect at that time, mm-hmm. you know, and you really fucking used it when Bush was in office. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You really used that fucking thing. You had a you didn't have a problem then, you have a problem now. So let's finish up what he has to say. Let me tell you the good news. The good news is there are more of us than there are of them. Bullshit. No. That's not true anymore now, is it? The us have been a wall. Negative. And we cannot continue to be passive. I repeat <laughs> We cannot afford to be passive. You guys haven't been you guys haven't shut up for the last fifty years, so Yeah, ever God. since Gingrich came out with the whole, you know, we can just lie. Yeah. And lie. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm gonna stand in the middle of this floor while uh, C-SPAN shows this and nobody's here, but it looks like I'm talking to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, C-SPAN. You're my favorite form of S&M. Can we, can we, can we call Ted Cruz an anchor baby? Is Are we are we allowed to do that? Uh, what kills me is that the fucking guy had dual citizenship yeah. up until like he ran for office. Oh, like for president. Oh, he, you know? he was in office with dual citizenship. Yeah, he was. I mean, he got governor, not governor. What is it? Um, I don't think it was until late 2013 where he renounced his Canadian citizenship. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was just before he he was saying he was considering running for president. And then people were like, you're still half Canadian. And he was like, I'll renounce it. it We brought it up on the show until people brought it up. We talked about it on the show here and we even played the audio for it where where. um, What's her name? Ellen Page was fucking ripping oh, yeah. into him. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was just and completely ignoring everything she was saying. He had, yeah. He had, oh, he's a politician. He's not going to, like, actually listen to somebody and change his worldview based on that. You know? Uh-uh. He's running for a specific platform because he knows that'll get him the most votes. And honestly, seeing him at the at the big table for the GOP debate, he is one of the few people in this world that scares the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't I, mean, I want him give gone. It, can he please just I'm I'm not joking. Can he die? Him okay, and Huckabee, like, can they die? Specifically talking I'm not Utah politics. Anyone should kill them, please. That's not what I'm saying. No. I just want them <laughs> just to die. Just just to die. With, That's it. With, Nobody with kills me them. and love. With me and love, she's a flash in the pan. She's not gonna last that long. No, she's not. Because she's famous for being I mean, and as sad as it may be. That's the way Utah is, is, that she is like the first GOP black person, that black lady that we have that that is the that has won this office. Mike Lee is a fucking flash in the pan. Sean Reyes, flash in the pan. Gary Herbert, flash in the pan. But Jason Chaffetz is seriously, I think, in the next like 15 to 20 years going to run for president. Uh, he is that kind of person uh, that I think is going to run for that kind of thing. How old is he right now? Um, I honestly don't know. Forties or is he in his thirties? But he scares the fuck out of yeah. me. Well, because you have to be thirty-five to run for. Yeah. He's definitely gonna run. 
I mean, he is following directly in the footsteps behind um, Orrin Hatch. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Hatch never had uh, ambition to be a president. Well, he did. He he ran a couple times, but he got did laughed. He actually? Yeah, he got he got laughed out of the race pretty quickly. Chaffetz surprisingly is forty eight years old. Okay, he doesn't look it. But no, he scares the fuck out of me. I don't like that fella. <sighs> Man. So Rafael Cruz continues, and we haven't got to the meat of the topic that I want to talk about with this guy, so we're going to move on. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. When the wicked rule, people mourn. Okay. Sorry, I okay. That. that was like five Sorry. seconds of audio here. Hang on. Let me drag it back a little bit here. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. When the wicked rule, people mourn. Oh, for fuck's sake. When the people you disagree with are in power, you mourn. When the people who are in power that you agree with, you rejoice. That's the better way of stating that that whole fucking conversation there. When, when the righteous are in power? <sighs> no, you mean like been... the fucking crusades? How about the inquisitions? Fuck, man. How about that's the just... witch hunts? Those no, were the just... quote-unquote righteous. That's, that's, such a, that's such a ridiculous statement. I... I... That's why I fucking love this segment. (laughs) What the fuck is with that statement? That 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 doesn't even make sense. Is it supposed to? No. Don't don't stake too much like belief on what I mean. Fuck! I wish I could get paid the account the kind of money that these guys get paid to talk this shit. I'm just saying, when Bill Clinton was president, (laughs) things were pretty sweet. But then again, you got to wear a suit. I mean, I I don't think they would appreciate me showing up in cargo shorts and a fucking tank top. You know. (laughs) But if you if you fashion police if you say hello. what they want, they will listen to you all day long. Uh, <laughs> you got to wear a fucking flag pin nowadays. Yeah. No, 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 no. You need to wear overalls and a straw hat. Oh, oh, fuck then that. You're American. I gotta oh. say, when I first saw that photograph, I thought it was photoshopped. And then I realized, oh <laughs> shit, that's yeah, fucking real. Nice that's really that person's husband. Well. That's... <laughs> That, that Why is horrible. anyone paying attention to this person? It I'm just going to so stop bad. saying her name. Yeah, don't. Because so it, if you say it one more time, she comes out of the fucking mirror and slashes <laughs> someone's throat. <laughs> and we, we do have real audio of her. That so. to happen. All right, let's do this thing. <laughs> let's finish it up. Okay. If the righteous are not running for office, if the righteous are not even voting, what is left? The wicked mm-hmm. electing the wicked. Mm-hmm. I'm Shut up! Yeah. Mm. Fuck, sign, sign, yeah. Sign me. What's up for funny that. is that I'm. I'm okay. I'm gonna play the finish. Finish the rest of it because I just have to fucking come up okay, with this side here. Let's do he's it. He's talking about the stuff where he's talking about okay. you know the the righteous if they're not running blah 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 yep. blah whatever. But like you have all these people going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hurt me. Hurt me. I'm seeing me. nothing come but on. bald pate <laughs> after bald pate of fucking white guys. Like that, that the camera is getting the back of the heads of. Okay, yeah. Bring, mm-hmm. bring on the pain. Let's finish this. Bring Let's on. finish the Tell pain. Tell you what, it is appalling that in a city like Houston, cool fucking town, <laughs> in the middle of the Bible Belt, we had a homosexual mayor. Oh my God. I'm cutting him off there because that's all I want to hear. Because who he has sex with means that he is capable, that it reflects on any of his other capabilities, right? Anything else that he does, it doesn't. Oh, you mean the kind of sex he has does not relate to the kind of person he is? The mayor is a a lady of Houston. 
and she's oh, a lesbian. Sorry, I they generally they don't refer to. Well, no, no, it's yeah. fine because I, I would have finished it off, but I really couldn't fucking yeah. stand this guy's fucking accent anymore. And you did say that earlier, but I forgot because it was, no, I fine. got lost in the stupid. Look here. You could fuck a flashlight or a robot for all I care. As long as your policy makes sense yeah. and you're, you're, you're working with the people in a way that actually makes sense in a fucking democracy. Go for it. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't care what you do with your bizarro genitals. Just <laughs> don't govern with them. That's fine. Nobody governs with your genitals. Nobody does that. Not even no. Bill Clinton no. did that, and he got a blowjob in the Oval Office. Good on him. I would love a blowjob. That's a stressful in the Oval fucking Office. job. <laughs> yeah. Just, just say I'm just saying. Nobody. It, you actually don't hold like pens or phones or anything with your genitals. Things I don't got know bizarro when the star that. thing happened. I don't know if you knew that, but vaginas don't actually like hold on to anything. Like. They're not kind of shoot things back out. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is that clenching thing that they do. It's kind of cool, but, but they, they, I felt they, it. They tend to it's cream awesome. pie a lot, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, they don't. They can't actually propose legislation. No. Yeah. And, they can. And, they, they can try to move in with you, though. <laughs> I fucking love this segment. We're 30 minutes in. It's awesome. <laughs> We've gone through two fucking news items. That's awesome. Uh, so we're going to move on to Mike Fuckabee. Uh, God damn it. God damn it, Chris. <laughs> X, sorry. Mm, <laughs> no, it's calling fine. you your name. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so. Fuck. I there wish you would, Fuckabee. There has <laughs> been a lot of talk. Of in the last couple of, I mean, in the last six years at least, seven years, that President Obama has been in office whether he is actually a Christian or not. And for most of us, we go, who the yeah. fuck cares? It doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. It doesn't matter. But I don't that, care. It, yeah. If anybody remembers when his first term was in, that he had that whole scandal of the the preacher that he went to church for, yeah. whatever the fuck his name was. I can't remember. It's something right. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like, a shitty preacher. He was. Like, you know, goddamn America kind of thing. You know? Which, you know, surprisingly, you know, is a preacher telling everybody, look, America's not the fucking shining bastion it always has been. It's not. And, mo- and most of us as human beings, we go, you know what? As as imperfect as this country is, we love being here. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, we realize that, you know what? We are not the fucking, we are not the, uh, the, the hymns that they teach everybody in school, you know, and like. God bless yeah. America. Dude, we had the same thought at the same time for that one. Yeah. Oh, I could talk for a full fucking hour on that. Yeah, Paul, yeah, we we do have you for a little bit longer, right. so we're gonna get to that in a minute. But Mike Fuckaby talking about Obama only pretending to be a Christian. All right. Who gives so here a we go. Fuck? I know that you're a man very deep in your faith, Doctor Ben Carson, also very deep in his faith. Who fucking cares? I don't. I, I don't. I don't. Faith doesn't mean a fucking thing with policy. No, it doesn't, actually. And in fact, if you're super into your faith, it makes me kind of creeped out that you're going to try and make this a theocracy, which Huckabee, Fuckabee, does. Michael be giving me the fuck me eyes ever since I brought this mm-hmm. up. You guys can't see it because I'm looking over at the other camera, but man, he's giving me the whole, you know, let's go behind the tool shed. You know, sorry. And he made <laughs> comments about a Muslim possibly becoming president. Do you disagree, agree with him, or do you think he went too far? 
Well, it's not whether I agree or disagree. Here's the point. There is no religious test to hold public office in America. Okay. Thank you. But. <laughs> yeah. But. Wait, I, I guarantee, I guarantee, fucking guarantee you that shit's in there. I haven't listened to this audio clip all the way through. I listened to the first like 20 seconds. I'm like, okay, this has got to be on the show. I would put down money. There's a fucking butt in here. There mm-hmm. has to be. Guaranteed. Because like, I'm not racist, but. You know. <laughs> <sighs> fucking white people. Uh, I, I'm less concerned about what faith a person has. I'm more concerned about the authenticity of their faith and how that plays out in their policies. I I don't care. (laughs) No true Scotsman fallacy, uh, which is as good as the butt. Because they're showing pictures of Ben Carson, like smiling at the camera. It's like, how do you measure the authenticity of somebody's faith? You know, how do you how do you measure something not based in evidence? Is is there a is there a faith rating service that can can like certify? And issue a, a nice certificate you, of you authenticity onto, for somebody's face. You pull face. onto these like metal things, and then the thi- the the little meter goes, and oh, it measures your thetans. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, that's, your body that's for thetans, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that they, nuclear they volcano found... blast. Exactly. You know what? We really should arrange some sort of flash mob of atheists of Utah going to the, like the next state fair and fucking mobbing. The Scientologists. I love this idea. I will propose it to the board. <laughs> you're like, let me hold your e-meter. What does it say? Oh, it says I'm full of things. You're well. It says to me that you're full of shit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, no, I I I fucking love Scientology because <laughs> it's one of those yeah. uniquely American religions. You know. <laughs> Going that back in the history is- of the Godless Revolution podcast, we accidentally prank called. The science, <laughs> the the Scientology church, because on I fifteen there was a billboard that said like one eight hundred for truth is what I thought it said, but it turns out mm. that if you dial one eight hundred for truth, you get a Scientologist. If you dial one eight six six for truth, you get the uh, some crazy Christians. Jesus, you get some Jesusy shit, right? Yeah. Oh, so I remember have... heaven or hell. Where are you going? And I'm like, heaven for the climate, hell for the company. I, I, I... <laughs> not that you want me to play it. If I still could, if I still have I... the voicemail that was left to us, when we pranked <laughs> all them last year around this time. See, not that you, I didn't realize you guys had done that kind of. Oh thing. yeah, I need to go back to the archives oh, because yeah. I started listening a couple of months before I showed up. But I mean, that's before we started the Utah Outcasts. Yeah. But I, I, I started listening right around when we started the Utah Outcasts, actually. Because I, actually, I really the first episode I listened to was uh, X when you were on talking about doing your running marathon stuff. dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, this was this was prior to all of that. Yeah, like I don't know if it'll play, but we'll have to go look for it. We'll look for it. Mm-hmm. We'll look for it. Uh, so anyway. Back to fuckabee. God damn it. All right, let's do this thing. Measuring people's faith. I'm also concerned about a guy that believes he's a Christian and pretends to be, and then uh, says he is, but then does things that uh, makes it very difficult for people to practice their Christian faith. Okay, we would normally comment on this, Mm. but we're going to continue. Keep going, keep going. So Mm -hmm. I'm disappointed if a person says, I'm a Christian, but you invite the Pope into your home and 
Okay. What? Wait, did what? you just say but? But? Like, that's not a Christian thing to do? You know, because the Pope was the actual first line of the... You know, as much as I may disapprove of Catholic way of doing things, Fuck, it doesn't get much they have the most the fucking Pope. authenticity <laughs> of anybody. They're the first ones to the fucking plate, you know? That's so stupid. Then you invite a whole bunch of people who are at odds with the Catholic Church uh, church policy. I think there's something uh, very un. un- unseemly about that and it would seem that even the vatican themselves are actually very concerned about whom the president has invited to meet the pope of course they are who cares and i would talk about the pope coming for a visit but i couldn't give two fucks less it's it's public money being used for something that's extremely fucking frivolous Let's yeah. not have it go towards feeding people that are fucking homeless in those yeah. cities or anything like that. My mom's let's, like, let's... The, it, 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 for me, it's the same thing with my mom's like, hey, the Dalai Lama's coming. I'm like, fuck the Dalai Lama. I'm like, who gives a fuck about the Dalai Lama? <laughs> She's like, is that all you have to say? I'm like, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yep. Yeah. And everybody fuck talking about like, Lama. oh, the Pope is saying such amazing things on his visit to America about, you know, you know. We're going to help everybody out and everything. I'm like, has he uh, has he charged anybody with raping kids? No. Oh, no. No. No, no he hasn't done that Wait, yet. Well, no. um, hold, women are still hold zero power within the church, including the nuns. Oh, yeah. wait. Yeah. Homosexuality yeah. is still a sin and atheists are actually still going to hell? Wait, nothing has changed? Oh, and you're still not allowed to use birth control? Yeah, no, but but he <gasps> said some but guy. he said some nice things. Yes, he said that yeah. I agree with. But hey, that's okay. You know, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure we can. I'm pretty sure we can dig through through historical archives and find some pretty nice things that some pretty atrocious people have said. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure Joseph Stalin said some cool things every now and then. I mean, honestly, you don't get a fucking elected to an office of that kind of magnitude unless <laughs> yeah. You say some things that people fucking agree with. Look at Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going Godwin. Fuck you people listening right now. (laughs) That might be compared to Yeah, that's not really. Actually, I was about to go Godwin and say Hitler and I both agreed on art. Yeah. Yeah. I I was going to go Genghis Khan. You know, as as people are made, bitch. Genghis Khan is even worse than Hitler. I was going to go. Oh, shit. Yeah, let's sidetrack. Let's talk about Genghis Khan for a second. He was actually a pretty cool guy, they're finding. Well, (laughs) yeah, he did, but he also did some cool things. With all the rape. He did did rape quite a bit, but he gave (laughs) everybody the option. Dude, you said he raped quite a bit, but. Quite a bit. But (laughs) I guess guess he gave them the ISIS option. Hey, guess what? You want to become part of my harem? There's not really that much historical record from that time. No, but the one thing that... The record is kind of sketchy, so we can't... Yeah, the steps don't really have very much like, <laughs> no, historical record. But as, as far as Genghis Khan goes, the thing he did have was one badass fucking military. Yes. yes he did. Yeah, he knew what the fuck he was doing in that regard, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even nowadays, like you, you could take tactics that Genghis Khan used and still fucking execute him nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was his, brilliant. They were his, correct. Okay. Yeah, because so okay, go. <laughs> go no, no, fine. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was going to say his big thing was making yourself look bigger than you actually are. 
he would yeah. take his guys and go, okay, this place is defending on this side because they know no one can defend or attack from this way. So we'll attack from that way. And while we're attacking from that way, we'll send a small force to do a whole bunch of small attacks to make us Are look bigger. Uh, no, we're what? not talking about attacking the clitoris. We're talking about attacking <laughs> China. <laughs> but the tactics are the tactics are roughly the same. <laughs> God damn, I'm drunk. I can barely follow you guys. Fucking hell. <laughs> so we're gonna move on. Okay. I, I am I gonna I'm gonna pull fucking the host card. card, red card here. Damn God it. damn it. Fuck, we got red carded. Yeah, Todd Starnes. Uh. Did anybody hear about the Doritos like rainbow oh, bag thing? Yes. People went nuts over that shit. <laughs> so Todd Starnes has said that the the rainbow Doritos benefit is a bunch of godless sickos. And let's hear the real audio here. Wait, Doritos and Cheetos are jumping into bed with gay. Oh. Cheetos are fucking amazing. Cheetos and Doritos. And that's not even like drunk okay. talk here. That's like like Cheetos, like if I could get away with eating that like every meal, I probably would. Yeah, those are two things that I specifically avoid because I like them. They're so good. Are you a puffy or a crunchy? Neither one. Oh, oh there's, no, there's no wrong way. Like, the, like there's the puff Cheetos and there's the crunchy Cheetos. Fuck the puffy ones. I like the crunchy oh, ones. Oh, fuck the puffy ones. Oh, crunchy yeah. ones. <laughs> Yeah, crunchy's where it's at. Like, <laughs> like for me, it's like it's that and like like funyuns, like the two like food groups I wish I could eat every day. So anyway, let's hear him talk about. He's he's threatening like a um. You'll you'll hear it. Fucking activist Dan Savage, Frito Lay announced they're launching a new product, rainbow colored Doritos. They say the proceeds will fund it gets better, a nonprofit started by Mister Savage, a who we pay we play the fucking um it gets better every once in a while mm -hmm. from either um mm -hmm. Harry Potter talking about it or from other people talking yes. about it so that, you know because it really does fucking get better it does yeah if anybody's not familiar with that it's an anti-suicide thing yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> because you know what in high school Life fucking sucked yes. for me at least. Oh, like, high school. I can't speak for everybody, but for me it sucked balls. I yeah. loved high school. And as long as I oh fuck. Well, you. fuck you. Because <laughs> my experience is absolute shit. So But then again, he did grow up outside of Utah. True. I was always the guy that was the guy in that band. And can I have your number? <laughs> yeah. I was called a slut in high school, and that was a bad thing. I was a drama By the way, nerd. I so was, I was a like, slut before I'd had sex. Why are you so gay? But I was also a drama nerd. I lettered in drama. Same here. Fuck yeah. Internet <laughs> high five. Yeah. Psh. <laughs> like I didn't think I could actually get the Letterman jacket for that though. I I but I did not want to get the ass beat. There was I, no Letterman except. I, for that. I I lettered in drama. I did track, football, and soccer. I I was oh, all well, over go. the fucking place. Yeah, uh, shut up. There was letterman's <laughs> for drama, though. Yeah, like, hell yeah, there was. Yeah. I I just had a whole bunch of citizenship credits I had to make up for. I also played. I, I was late for class more than more twice. than I should have been. They would, okay, my high school cut all the funding to the drama program, so we had to start charging to be in the plays and to attend the plays. 
There was no fucking Letterman jackets. Fuck your school. I played the <laughs> yes, music it was for the high place. school. You know the one that's praying. The football team is praying before oh, the games. Yeah. That was yeah. my high school. I've, I've, I've actually actively become. Uh, I've I've considered becoming a thorn in their side because I went there and I was a thorn in their side when I was there and I was like, hey, separate church and state, motherfuckers. Um, and I've considered being like, so now I'm the president of Atheists of Utah. Do you want to listen Fuck now? you. <laughs> like, remember that, that, that slut that went to your school? Yeah, you remember uh, her? Yeah. Remember her. <laughs> so anyway, Todd Starnes, you know, Rainbow you know, Doritos, slut. back, back to the story. Man. Sorry. Vulgar. <laughs> By radio rules, I'm not even allowed to repeat some of the disgusting words he's called people of faith. Republican presidential candidate Mike Huckabee says he's shocked that Frito-Lay would associate themselves with a hate group. It appears that Frito-Lay <laughs> would rather do business with the likes of Dan Savage than America's good church-going people. Look, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I worry about waking some people in this house up when I do the show on Sunday nights, but... <laughs> Because there are more people in the Dan Savage crowd that everybody goes, uh, well, who fucking cares? Yeah. Then there are of the good, goodly, godly people out there that go, you know, you know, maybe we should, you know, fucking hate the gays, you know. <laughs> you know, and you know what? Maybe if Dorito, if Rainbow Doritos became a thing, I haven't seen them anywhere. I haven't Especially either. here in Utah. If it became a thing, maybe I would buy multitude I packs of it. I know that because... my friendly neighborhood mm -hmm. grocer that I work for would carry them because they don't give a fuck about any of that shit. Like gay no. tattoos. Business yeah. is fucking business. Well, I, I guess like, let me like, like they know I'm an atheist. Yeah, that shit's yeah. on my resume. Like that I'm on the board of atheists <laughs> of Utah. That shit's on there. Like they know, no fucks given in that company. They're like, <laughs> I bought Bob. Of you know, the Bob, Bob of that, Bob, that Bob. company that, that, you know, yeah, that, that you I'm don't work for. That I don't. Yeah, <laughs> for the was walking mm -hmm. by when I was doing sampling one night, and I was and I had beer out there because beer goes beautifully with what I was sampling. Oh yeah, this beer particular is beer did. Amazing. Oh yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've, I've thought about going up and getting a big old slice of Asiago right now. Mm. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I had beer, and he was like. This looks great. Like that was his only response was that the beer looked good there, and that was a good idea. That so you've met one. Have you met both or just one of the two? Oh, I've met both of them. Uh, Randy hugged me. Oh, of the the company that we're not talking about here, right? Mm -hmm. Bob and Randy yeah. of the company we're not talking about. So, um, I hate to be the host, that kind of guy, but we have reached that point where we need to do. We do need to take another break. Okay, I do oh, got to so pee. We, yeah, we do have to pee. <laughs> so break. we'll be right back. So until then, think of Jason Shape. It's naked. Oh, oh no. <laughs> There you go. You're a bad person, X. <laughs> I know, he That's sleeps this. in his office in his cot, so he probably smells like butt cheese. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Horrible. Well, I'm 48-year-old butt uh, cheese. Uh, I didn't think he was that fucking old. God, no, I didn't I, think so either. I bet his office <sighs> smells like Comic-Con. Or come. As, uh, <laughs> as I as I recently googled here, you know, people take a break, pee, smoke, whatever you want to do. I'm going to continue recording here. All right, I'm going to go uh, release my his, bladder uh, into the toilet. His mom's name is Kitty. Is she a is she a stripper? Well, his last name, the last name of the mom, is Dukakis. 
Kitty Dukakis. Get the fuck out of here. That sounds like a, a porno. And the amazing thing is, like, as I'm looking into his history, he was brought up in a part of California called Los Gatos. There's no way. You know, there is the, no way. So here's no the name. Here's the name he could of the ever be a Republican, uh, a, a Republican presidential candidate with that. Well, this porno <laughs> will be called Kitty Dukak. What, what was what's it, what was the city? Los Gatos, the Cats, California. So, Kitty Dukak and Los Gatos. It'll be a clock. It'll be a Hispanic porno. Porno. I think it is a Hispanic porno. I think I've seen it. I I haven't, but I'm going to go (laughs) urinate. No, I'm not into interracial on Pornhub. (laughs) Anyway, pee break. Do you keep your doubts about religion to yourself? Do you have questions about God that you never ask? We have a better way. American Atheist offers a diverse community for people exploring reality, religion-free. American Atheists is leading the charge for equality and the separation of religion and government. Join the most vibrant atheist community in the country. Your voice matters because equality matters. Okay, and we're back. So, with this last segment that we want to do here, we we realize we've gone a little bit over time. Because I think we've gone an hour each segment. Uh, that brings us to our direct interview that we have with Mr. Ryan Duffy. And this could be either as long or as short as he wants to talk about. So tell me, how the fuck did you end up in Utah? What makes you a Utah outcast? I mean, I mean, besides the fact that you're an atheist and the fact that you have the uh, Godless Revolution podcast, yeah. which, we, which we talked about in the break there for a second there. But um, what what brought you to Utah, man? Why Why this state? Well, to be honest, uh, well, I joined the military when I was 18. So I grew up uh, in Wisconsin. And at the age okay. of uh, 17, I enlisted. Uh, then 9-11 happened. Everybody's like, well, you still fucking going to the military? I'm like, well, yeah, I already fucking enlisted. I, I don't have a choice. I'm like, I already <laughs> signed the fucking paperwork. So I'm going to the military. I've already had the, uh, the embarrassing ass physical where I've had to. 84. Where I've had to, where I've had to duck walk in the fucking nude. Yeah, yeah it's embarrassing. Yeah. I got stuck walking the nude. I remember going to my physical at MEPS in Milwaukee. Yep. Where you had to fucking piss in front of the sergeant. Well, not that, <laughs> but like, we, we're all, you're all in line. You're all waiting to go get your physical done. And a dude walks down. He's like, they're not using lube. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, no one's shoving a finger up my ass. Sorry. I've had a MEPS. And is, for people that there might not realize what he's talking about, the MEPS intake, which I've had as a cadet in the, in the um, army. Is a really fucking degrading, oh, yeah. like series of fucking physical examinations where they decide whether the military decides to keep you or throw you back to the fucking pond. Yeah, but literally, like, like the duck walk he's talking about, you get buck naked <laughs> in a line with a bunch of other guys. You grab like, your ankles and you walk. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the duck walk, butt ass fucking naked with people looking up your asshole and watching your testicles, how they swing. I don't know what the fuck they're looking at. I don't know what you get out of a naked <laughs> dude grabbing his ankles and trying to walk. I really fucking appreciate that someone else knows what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm sorry, oh, but I don't dude. get what you're looking at. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm naked. You can see up my bum hole, and I'm grabbing my ankles, and I'm trying to walk across this room. Well, yeah. You have some other naked uh, guys. In, in my case here at uh, Camp Williams, it was a... Uh, a captain of some sort of rank that I had to spread cheeks and like show him my full glory yeah. of my ass. And that's and it's like, 
I, I started thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? You know, this is worth the price of admission right here that I get to. I was I'm a getting, military spouse I, for years. I was with my ex while he went through basic and maps. I'm seeing a former military guy now, and I've never heard this. And oh, yeah. maybe it's because yeah, they're oh, having sex with they, you know, they'd had sex with me, and that wasn't something they really wanted to share. No, no, <laughs> it's, it's it's one of those buried deep down kind of things. Yeah, but it's no, like I'm, I'm... the fact that I got to spread asshole. Oh, yeah. in front of a captain, I'm like, yeah, that kind of made it fucking worth it, yeah. right there. But that's where I thought the whole loop thing was coming into play. Because you're in the room with the doc all alone, and he tells you to bend over, and you're like laying there. He goes, "Spread your ass." I'm like, "Oh fuck, he's shoving a finger up there <laughs> without lube." Shit. He, no did. he just, wanted, he just wanted to look at your asshole. I'm like, "What does yeah. looking at my asshole tell you that I yeah. may have shit this morning and not wiped properly?" Or yeah, no, I'm, I'm just. I've blocked a lot of this from memory until fucking you started talking. Yeah, about I'm. It. I'm absolutely convinced that those things. There's no real medical no. need for that. No, but they're they're, they're just they're trying one. they're trying to find they're trying to weed out who will do ridiculous things just because they were told to do them. Chocolate it's, starfish. It's, it's left over from World War II protocol of doing fucking intake on people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, I did it's all more, that. It's more F fucking. Yeah, I, I did the whole duck walk. I showed my ass to a doctor. You fucking looked in my brown hole. And then I ended up in the military. So I went through basic training. Then I went through the fire academy. And during that time, you get to make, well, in basic training, you get to make what's called your wish list of places you would like to go and no one ever gets them. This and for, for people that might be wondering what that means, uh, go watch Full Metal Jacket yeah. again. Yeah. When they're talking about what people get, and this is during Vietnam. I mean, so it it ta- has a little bit to do with what what Ryan went through. I mean, I mean, yeah. not specifically, but it's kind of parallel. Where right. you know you you make the choice of what kind of career you want yeah. to have in the military, mm-hmm. and maybe based on your aptitude or ASVAB test, they'll give you what yeah. you'd like. Right. So uh, I had outstanding. Well, real, sorry, I'm just gonna. Sorry, Ryan, I don't want to interrupt, oh, but uh, go, go for it. Go for when it. I was, when I was a military spouse, we talked about going active duty, and I really, really didn't want to. <laughs> and so the recruiter offered to come over and talk to us. And at the time, nope. yes. Oh, Fuck the recruiter. I'm a skeptic. I'm a skeptic. <laughs> so he comes over, and our mini schnauzer, it's actually my mom's dog, but I was we were living with my mom at the time. And, That's uh, my- and my mom's dog is pretty wary of strangers. Like, he's not aggressive by any means, but, like, he doesn't bite anybody, but he makes a lot of noise about it, which is actually what many schnauzers were bred to do, but that's not the point. So we're sitting there, and he was kind of, like, getting in, like, getting at the recruiter, and uh, the recruiter starts talking about, oh, yeah, you can write down your favorite places, like, the places you want to go. And then all of a sudden the dog, I'm holding him because he'd been annoying. So I'm holding him like on my side. And uh, all of a sudden he goes. Bullshit <laughs> <laughs> alarm goes off even with the schnauzer. Yeah, the schnauzer starts like flipping out. And I don't know what it was, but that gave me a chance to snap out of it and be like, what are our chances? Really? And then it turns out, it's well. The army's gonna send you where you're needed, and they'll do yeah. the best they can. And I'm like, oh, so not at all. No. <laughs> no. So uh, on my dream sheet, I put every single Colorado base there was because I'm like, I'm from Wisconsin. I've never seen the mountains before. I want to go out to where there's mountains. 
So it comes a day where I'm sitting in my uh, school, going through the fire academy, and I get my assignment. And I, I go up to the board. I'm looking at them like they're like Utah. I'm like where the fuck is Utah? I'm like I know absolutely nothing about fucking Utah. It's, Did you even know at that point that it was full of Mormons? No. 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 <laughs> Honestly, William, William I had, knew nothing about Mormons until yeah. you came here. I had no clue. I ne- I never even heard the term LDS before I came here to Utah. So I get that thing, and I'm like, I, and I go look, and I'm like, oh, Utah is on the other side of the Rockies. I'm like, oh, cool, there's mountains. Badass, cool. Okay, I get to be by the mountains. They so are I cool get mountains. here, and then I learn about all the social shit of Utah, of being a former <laughs> state. I'm like, oh, wow. You know, as as much as we may lambast it here on the on the show, and we may talk about it, it's still a a bit more progressive than other parts of this country. It is, in, so, in, I mean, for the outdoors of this country, it's badass. Oh, I, yeah. I, I love the deserts. I love the mountains. I love the outdoor opportunities this state offers, and just and which is why I stay here. Because when I was getting ready to get out of the military, I was looking at going back to Afghanistan uh, to work contract where I could have made fucking. $140,000 a year. But I was offered a a Department of Defense job and I said, okay, I'll take that because that gives me more security in the long run. And I decided, okay, I'll stay here in Utah and I'll take that job. And that's why I'm still here in Utah and why I'm so fucking boisterous about my atheism because you, if it wasn't for Utah, I wouldn't be as boisterous about being an atheist. That's actually well, really common. Most mm-hmm. of the other country, most of the rest of the country doesn't give a shit, you know. Yeah. Well, it, uh, yeah, atheism. Is... I mean, I can't say most of the country. I, that I apologize for that, but it's a, it's a matter of like, okay, if you're in the Bible Belt, yeah, I understand that. But like, especially here in Utah, where it is a, an ungodly amount of Mormon, you know, and yeah. people living in the state where we, you live in this microcosm of mm-hmm. being in Utah, where it's influenced heavily by the Mormon Church, but you get anywhere outside of the state. And you realize how fucking tiny the Mormon church yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in, in places of religious oppression where that's yeah. normal, uh, anti-theism and for, you know, throughout history, there really wasn't the term atheism, but it, it has happened before is mm-hmm. far more common in places where there is a religious oppression. So is fantastic art and innovation in things like beer and you find those things very commonly in places where there's oppression yeah i mean i would i would consider myself an atheist in a foxhole even though i've never had a dig a literal foxhole (laughs) but it's well of course i mean i can i i can actually remember one time sitting in iraq uh my 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 last deployment to iraq in 2009 or eight, eight or nine, I can't remember. I always did multi-year deployments, but it was right around the time that uh, Michael Jackson had passed away, and <laughs> well, we were training Iraqi firefighters at that time, and we we had Iraqi firefighters with us, and we had us as that were there, and one of the guys came over and he's like, "Did you hear the news today?" I'm like, well, "About what?" Like, uh, "Michael Jackson, he he died." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I heard about that." And we're kind of having a conversation back and forth. And he goes, well, are, aren't you Christian? And I said, no. <laughs> He's like, well, what are you? I'm like, well, I don't really espouse any religion. He's like, well, how can that be? You have to be of some sort of religion. 
everyone it, thinks that. So many people yeah, think no. that. You have to believe something. I'm like, yeah. it's amazing. Like 30 hell? years from now, people are going to be like, the Ryan Duffy, he told me you don't have to believe in a God. In, in, in talking about that. So this this past two weeks, I was out in California going through this EMT boot camp school thing to get my EMT done again. And I was doing a ride along in Oakland and I had taken, I jumped on our ambulance, kind of came back and the guy was kind of talking to me a little bit and I was bullshitting with him for a little while waiting for a cab to show up. And he's like, well, what do you do out in Utah? I'm like, well, I, I do a lot of stuff. You know, firefighting isn't the only thing I do. I'm like, I do a podcast, I do videos and he goes, oh, what kind of podcast do you do? I was kind of hesitant for a second, but I'm like, it's a atheist podcast. Yeah. And I was talking to him a little bit about it. And he was kind of questioning me on some things. Like he didn't really say what religion he was from or what or where his background was. But I had yeah. I had said the thing to him, I said, when it comes to thinking of that, well, he had he had pondered the question to me of what do you think happens to you when you die? And I had responded and back to him, I said, what do you remember from before you were born? <laughs> and That's he about what went, I <laughs> Yeah, and he kind of went, I don't know. Nothing. There is no memory. I'm like, well, if you right. go with the whole thermal law of dynamics where you say nothing can be created or destroyed, you must have been alive forever. Yep. Since you couldn't have been created. That's So why don't you have a memory of before you were alive? So why would and, you have, if you don't have a memory of before you were alive, why would you have any memory after death? And I always use the, 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 it's kind of a shitty analogy, but I use the battery analogy. It's uh, something I came with my own little brain that works like a fucking genius sometimes, but I'll <laughs> say that to myself. So when a battery dies, when it runs out of energy, out of energy. what is left? What is left? Oh, oh but when a battery goes dead, you throw it away. There's nothing left of that battery. There's no energy left. Right. Just like yourself, when your energy is expelled, you only have energy in your body because you eat and you metabolize and things go into your kidneys and it creates electrical pulse across your heart, which pulses blood through your body and makes all this shit work. Life yep. is just simply a part of the universe. Like, it is. Uh, it, it is. It, it is not special necessarily no. it is fantastic it's yes. amazing that it occurs just like yes. the gas giants are amazing that they occur and the fact that we can be aware of our own existence within the universe but to to think that you know we because we are interesting means that we have to continue existing and that is such a human thing isn't it like we don't we're so afraid of death and we think we're so goddamn important. It is. Too. And and the thing is, is people say, no, well, Which, we must have a purpose here. And my well, thought that is your only to... purpose is what you make of it. Well, that's I don't... what you do, though, because yeah. humans are s such good survivors. We really are. And we're so adaptable to pretty much anything. Uh, we're, we're we pretty are fucking good at this game. We are a very yeah. interesting species, to be sure. Um and, and and so yeah, we're 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 very interesting, and we're so so focused on surviving that of course the one thing we can't avoid ever is someday we will die. No matter what we do, no matter what we try, we will die. And so of course we found a way to allay our fears. Yes, 
yeah. And, yeah. And, and those 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 fears are are primal. Yes, they're, they're nothing they're... new. Those fears come well, from ancient societies of humans of of Cro-Magnum of of I'm too drunk to name all of our well, fucking ancestors yeah. right oh, now. Well, God, as, as much as I hate your answer of thousand years we've been around, which yeah. is suspect the battle time, but still, it's a long time for our answers that perspective. You've given to people about the answer of like, well, what happens when you die? I think as atheists, the best answer we can give to people. I mean, especially if you don't, if you're not speaking from a, an example of any kind of a uh, authority, is you know, and as much as, as as hackneyed as it may be, and as people as may see it as some sort of, some sort of fucking out, is going, I don't know. Yeah. Well, and I, I don't consider that an out, but what, what what I look at is when people. But so many Christians fucking hate that answer. They do because they have their answer. They they have their their like. Even though they're, well, I go to heaven, yeah. I get to stand by God's side, bird to bird. You know, That's even though and most of us go, you know, like, well, what happens when you die? Uh, the party goes on, and I don't. Even though their <laughs> answer is bullshit, it is. Oh bullshit. yeah, and, their and answer is just as made up as fucking, anyone else's answer. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. And listen to the the latest episode of Godless Revolution to me talk about my fucking uh, near death experience yeah. that I had when I was nomadic, that I I nearly died at one point. But you did. And I, I don't attribute it to a, you know, God telling me, you know, it's time for you to go kind of thing. But it was a uh, weird, feverish dream that I had where, like, some dude pulled up in the parking lot and told me, like, hey, it's time to go, you know, and, like, hop in the car kind of thing. But, like, no, I'm not ready. So, right. But I'm not going to I'm not going to establish that as some sort of, you know, God said it's not my time yet. You know, the angel yeah. guns no. at dessert. You know, it's more of a matter of, you know, my brain was fucking malfunctioning. Because right. I had like a hundred five fever, and but I was dying. Wants to survive. My, my shit was shutting down. Want to survive, and yeah. they will act on that without your conscious permission. They, your so body it, will fight. At, well, yeah. to a point, uh, belief that you will die can actually make it easier for you to die. And so I never really, I never really put like the two and two together. Like you know, have of having the near that near death experience and being an atheist at the same time is like. Yeah. A lot of people try to put a, a lot more stock into that kind of thing where, like, if you have the NDE, it makes you more of a faithful first person. But for me, it's like, you know, it's like more of a, uh, dude, my, my brain was fucking up, yeah. you know? We can probably <laughs> I, I the NDE. That's just it. I, I was on, a, I was on all sorts of drugs. I was nearly dead. Yeah. And the only explanation that I had for that kind of thing was the programming that I had as a kid, which coincidentally was fucking in, you know, religious doctrine of, especially in Southern Baptist, you know, yeah. kind of. Mm-hmm. Ryan, I wanted to ask you, um, I used to work in family programs for the military okay. and I've actually dealt with suicide threats, uh, not threats. That's the wrong word. <laughs> People who were scared that they were going to kill themselves, uh, because of PTSD and I've dealt with a lot of military people who were fighting PTSD and living with it and dealing with it. God, please, you're putting the show down. <laughs> Sorry. It's a serious question, but as go somebody... It. Go it's perfectly atheist, acceptable. Go ahead. As somebody who's an atheist in the military, at least in my experience, atheism means that you have to address the realities of yourself as well. Mm-hmm. How have you dealt with the trauma and the fear of deployments and uh, 
I, in my opinion, I would think that not having a god to turn to would be a good thing. Because the god that people turn to, especially in this nation with the Christian god, says you're a sinner and that you're broken. And that you are incapable. And uh, I think that's damaging. I think that that's hurtful to these people who have who have risked it all and have faced some terrible, terrible things. And I want to know, as you as an atheist, how how have you faced the trauma? I, it, Tattoos. Well, it's, 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 it's different because I can't say I haven't faced my own demons with stuff I've gone through. And I can't say I haven't had those same suicidal thoughts that other people have gone through. But I was suicidal a year ago, so I hear you. Because PTSD is a motherfucker, man. And, and as, as people say, not everybody comes back with scars to show their PTSD. No, yeah. no, they don't. Uh, I have a friend I work with that survived the Cobar Towers, yeah. which is way before all that stuff. But he's like, you know, I get the urge every once in a while to strangle a motherfucker. And Ryan, if you're not comfortable talking. Oh, uh, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable. I, I've, I've, I've gotten beyond the past. I mean, uh, my last deployment was in 2009, which is the fucking cakewalk deployment. Um, I've dealt with this shit years ago as, mm-hmm. as, has, as I've had to deal with it. But when it comes down to it, I mean, for my deployments, it compared to people who were in the Marines or the Army, who were out constantly kicking. Yeah, mechanized or security yeah, forces. Who, who, or, were, yeah. who were kicking down doors and actually going and being frontline people. Uh, my stuff mainly de- dealt with uh, after firefights happened, having to deal with that kind of thing. Uh, right. But, th- my- but that is the highest risk for PTSD as well. Hell, here in the States, uh, first responders and EMS. Yeah. are incredibly risk, risky for uh, PTSD. So that, yeah. to me, doesn't diminish your risk well, no. or what you've seen. Like, like my trigger is children. Yeah, um, that's got to be a big one. Um, the, the first major thing that I always have flashing back my memory is when I was in uh, Kandahar, Afghanistan, we had a uh, bazaar that got hit by an IED and a bunch of kids were, were, were wounded and killed. And I can remember rolling up to that and just seeing the kids laid out on the street that were dead. So that to me, like just having that flash of just dead kids, seeing a dead kid with blood all over his face and just seeing that, it kind of flashes back in your memory. And then having in, uh, 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 I was in Balad, Iraq, and there was a uh, house where there was an IED maker and there were kids playing with the IEDs and they had a detonation in the house and there were 12 fatalities in that one. Uh, Fuck, so most of my, my, my triggers come from kids. So when I have a call that comes in where it's a young child, a lot of this stuff kind of flashes back, but it has to deal with realizing it wasn't me that caused this. No, I am not at fault for this. No, but dealing with it in your own way of realizing, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard because the way I always, I always, uh, talked about it was was i would attribute it to uh i I would consider it like looney tunes it was a cartoon in my head Mm -hmm. just seeing someone smashed on the concrete you know it's it's Mm -hmm. you have to have a way of dealing with it for yourself of course with the way of putting it out of your own mind yeah putting on your mind and realizing i have to go to work i have it out because it doesn't work to put it out of your mind in my experience you, you can't well, just you, you out, but almost, you almost it. like something that you have to you have to have a mechanism in order to yeah. process it. If you do not have that mechanism, 
in which to process of what you're seeing and what you're doing and what you're actually physically you know, putting hands on, it, it, it does have that problem. Well, it's and, like as I was joking about earlier, how I, how I deal with fear and, you know, um, anxiety and everything is by laughing. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are privy to that, but we talked about it quite a bit before the show or during the show where, you know, my, my, anything that, you know, sets me off, I start giggling, laughing yeah. about it. Like, like going to a, and this is not anything near anything, but that Brian's been through or any of my friends in the military have gone through. But like anytime anything high stress or anything comes up, I start fucking laughing. Yeah. <laughs> and it might be unsettling to a lot of people that I have this Joker trigger thing going on where I'm like laughing at something that's fucking life serious. But at the same time, I have to I have to see the comedy in it. And Kyle might agree with me there is that like like a lot of this shit might be, you know, life and death kind of thing. But you have to understand that, you know, people process it a really fucking different yeah. way. They do. And that's something that um I feel that I do well in is reserving judgment for how people deal with grief and trauma. Yeah. And I can't say that, well, in, in the back of my mind, this is what I think about a little bit, the the not wanting to have kids might stem mm -hmm. from seeing children having, yeah. in horrible ways. Maybe. But, I mean, as far as, like like, actual, like, I guess the only other things that flash back to me are thinking of I had two incidences where I was close to not like not not near death experience, but where I could have been easily killed. Uh, yeah. Where realizing that uh, when I was in Afghanistan, I had a mortar land outside the fucking hut I was sleeping in, which launched me into my fucking off the, off my bed onto the floor. And just thinking that that guy three miles away, if he would aim a half like inch, an inch, yeah. a half inch lower that mortar would have went straight through my fucking tent and into my bed. And then we had another, damn. <laughs> and then we had another instance in Iraq where we were constantly going outside the wire to put out fires where a military convoy, we get hit, it'd be on fire. We go out and put it out. And right. of course they're watching, they're watching, they're observing, they know what you're doing and they're, they're putting together uh, to see how you respond, see how to we things. respond to things. So we had a convoy that got hit, and it, uh, they had to uh, they had to ditch half the convoy, left uh, a few trucks behind, and the next day we were being called out to a convoy on fire outside the gate. Mm -hmm. uh, our QRF team was late. Our QRF team QRF is a quick response force. They're the ones that would escort us out because we didn't go out like completely. So up you guys ass out like out there ass alone. Yeah, we would we would show else. up with our fire pants on our body armor on and our m16 slung over our back with a fire hose that's how we responded so it's kind of kind of crazy <laughs> you know because you could do both at the same time yeah right? yeah exactly <laughs> but uh we didn't we didn't end up going on that call the uh uh predators or whoever was watching the whole situation going on ended up saying hey the fire's calming down we're just going to tow it back in before they yeah. towed it back in eod went out to check the site out and it turned out that it was strapped with explosives underneath it. Which it takes a special kind of crazy to do EOD. It does. Well, they, they send the robots out. But the thing is, is though, is, is realizing that when you're over there, for one, females, soldiers, had a, had a big dollar price in their head because they were female soldiers fighting. Right, because they're not supposed to be doing that. Because they're not supposed to be doing that. Second are military canines because they yeah. can sniff out those dogs. Number three... 
I mean, I guarantee Special Forces was higher up on the list, way higher up on the list than we were for dollar value. But as far as we knew, we were number three. First responders and police were number three on the list for fucking money to kill. That's true here in the States, though. Well, but over there, that's how they make their living. Right. Yeah. If they can document themselves taking out police or firefighters or whatever, or medics, they got paid fucking buku dollars for fucking killing us. That, yeah. That's what I'm saying is that, of course, that's true over there because here in Ganglands, uh, yeah. Salt Lake City is not the worst of it, no. but Ganglands, uh, the EMS are trying to save the people that they were trying to kill. Yeah. Of course, they're a target. So, of course, you are a target because you are trying to save the people they're trying to kill. If they can diminish the EMS resources, then, yeah, they can. Yeah. That's an advantage. It's It's horrific. But, yeah. But those- so I guess that 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 circuitously brings me around to my topic. What do you do? You enjoy being here in Utah? Um, I enjoy the outdoors. I fucking love Moab. I love I mean, the mountains. Utah- I love I love the desert and the fucking sick and I love the way. openness of this place. I, I especially I, how you you can go from desert to arid plateau to mountain. Exactly. And the other thing is, is with me trying to get more into the film industry. Yeah, oh, Hollywood's moving here to Utah. Uh, yeah, it, it really is. Film are kind of booming here right now. Yeah. Actually, this is like a new place oh, to be. It is, but it's a good place to be. As which, as soon as Utah gets over its fucking anti-union bullshit, well, <laughs> that almost helps a little bit. It it does because they because the union is why the people are moving out of California. Yeah. Look, well, not anti-union. Look, unions but, are not but, all bad, but. Right, but lately they. I, I understand it. I, at I, at the same but time, but Utah is a non-SAG state. You can work yeah. in Utah and not be a member of the SAG association. <laughs> That's how the Aquabats save all their money. Exactly. Every season. So, <laughs> like this, this uh, three weeks ago when I was filming that music video with Air Supply, mm-hmm. uh, we're working at a studio in Salt Lake City, and I was took a tour around the whole studio, and the guy was basically telling me straight up, he's like. We are here to compete directly against the studio being put up in Park City. Oh, wow. Because our goal is to take all business away from Park City we possibly can. So my goal is to get as many jobs in that studio as possible so they can see me. (laughs) Of course. But the thing is, is they're like, we are 20 minutes from the airport. So literally an actor can fly in, do their shoot fly out and we can go and we can we are they already know the routes to shut down Salt Lake City so I'm like mm-hmm. I want in with you guys that's my so w- with you being brought up in the uh, the Midwest like that and let's not let's not lie about here being in Utah about us thinking that we're Midwest we're not no, no definitely not I mean the I mean obviously you have uh, um things that you you remember from when you were growing up that were obviously stark differences between this state and the other um, which one would you prefer living in? I mean, because I know you went back the last couple of months to uh, attend. I think it was a um somebody's wedding. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I went back for a wedding a few months ago. And was uh, well, that, that was Minnesota, not exactly Wisconsin. But I try to go back yeah. to Wisconsin at least once every year or every two years. I'd go back home. Well, cause that's where my family still is. My parents still live there. My sister, yeah. my sister, who was a lesbian, is getting married this next September, and she just sent me the invitation to her wedding. So right. I'm guaranteed to be there for that. But it's 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 the people. It's not necessarily it's it's the people, it's the culture. 
I have literally met people from Wisconsin here in Utah who have learned I was from Wisconsin. Be like, hey, man, we're having a barbecue back at our campsite. <laughs> Do you want to come? And that's the way it is in Wisconsin. Nobody gives a fuck about your religion, about your race, where you come from. It's, yeah. hey, man, we're having a barbecue at our house. We want to have fun. We want to eat some good food. And we want to celebrate whatever the fuck we're celebrating. We don't give a fuck <laughs> what it is. We just want to drink know, and eat some good food. I got lucky. I grew up in a really weird neighborhood in a cul-de-sac for the most part of my childhood. And yeah, go back and listen to the last episode yeah, for that one. And there was just all sorts of people and religion didn't matter. And we just all yeah. wanted to have time. But like out here in Utah, when like I've, I've lived in my this the house I'm in right now, I've lived here for about four or five years. Uh, it, Are you still in the uh, the northernmost city where the railroad tracks go through? Yes. OK. OK. Yeah, they, they end Talking to code here for people for that me. might understand that. So uh, but uh, Golden Spike, let's just say. that. Well, not quite Golden Spike. That's fucking uh, that's like 40 miles from me. Yeah, not that. <laughs> far. That's, <goddamn> it. <laughs> that's up by Corinne. But, but no. you know where opium dens were yeah. once. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Twenty fifth Street. So. There used to be opium dens. Fuck. Hookers, yeah. Prostitute. Real fucking road down there. Yeah. And well, the traffic on that far. Ogden. Fucking yeah. Ogden. There you go. But uh, like a few years ago, I was out front in my yard, uh, raking my lawn, and I had a beer on the hood of my car. You know, I'd rake up a big pile of leaves, put it in the bag. I'd go enjoy a beer. Yeah. My neighbor, who is a cop, and I'm a firefighter, <laughs> so we should have a natural little bit of a bond together. Yeah, it, like some sort of rivalry. Well, even, he, a know? little bit. You know, kind of like giving each other shit, you know. But he had seen me. He pulled into his driveway. He saw me up front of my yard raking leaves. I was drinking a beer. And, and guess what? Since that time, I have literally had zero conversations with him. Where it used to be where if I was outside and he was outside, he would come right over and be talking to me, you know, bullshitting a little bit. But as soon as he saw me drinking a beer in my front yard, he no longer wants to have a conversation with me. That's so sad with the state. And that's the problem with the Mormons, the LDS, whatever the fuck you want to call them that I see. is It's, it's not necessarily that they're in your face about it. But there it's the microaggression bullshit. It is, you know, you know, either the uh, for the ladies, the porn shoulders. Yeah. For guys, the coffee, the the beer, you exactly. know, the 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 non having the undershirt poking out from underneath yeah. your regular work shirt kind of thing going on. It's it's that it's that mentality of I can be friends with you as long as you subscribe to the same superstitious bullshit that I do. Yeah. And once they learn that you no longer believe in that same superstitious bullshit they no longer want to be friends with you man and that's the Sorry, problem Miller. with this state and if, if if people can get over that's one thing i'm like if people can get over that one difference that one tiny minuscule difference as far as a belief in if there is or is not a god mm -hmm. it'd be a much fucking better place to live in not just yeah. utah but the fucking world Mm-hmm. But especially Utah. Especially Utah, <laughs> but, but, but not even because I fucking love it here. I mean, as as far as places go that I've lived as a either teen or adult growing up, Utah is fucking amazing. Especially if you enjoy anything outdoors. Yeah. I mean, whether it be enjoying a beautiful sunset, sunrise, whatever the fuck have you, you know, if you're a runner like me going out and enjoying the the outside 
and the varying like areas that we have it here. I mean, and we may not be the best place for like fishing, hunting. Some I, good don't, fly I don't fishing. I don't know any of that shit, but you know, I really fucking enjoyed yeah. the state. But if if people would get over their tiny minuscule doesn't matter to the rest of the world bullshit this place would be a fucking all right place to live but 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 take that concept not just in utah take it worldwide yeah take it worldwide like if if, if isis didn't give a fuck what your religion was they would have I've no never reason vi- to hang you i've never visited the place but i've heard afghanistan is a lot like utah in climate and <laughs> which what is why i say Sadistically, I might like the fucking Utah deserts because it reminds me of Afghanistan in a way. And I spent a lot of time there. It helps you cope, I'm sure. It does in a way. Well, Utah, uh, the, the desert is my getaway. Yes. I can get away from society. I can get away from people. I can go out there and be all on my own. And the fact that I love photography. Yeah. The desert is the perfect place to go out and do astrophotography. Yeah, take pictures of the I mean, night sky. Just one of, to... one of the few places you can still get fucking views of the Milky Way. Yes, to be able to go out and just sit and lay on your back and realize there You're is nothing. a lot <laughs> of other shit out there. You are a a uh, a speck of dust upon the the giant ocean of shit that there yeah. is in this universe. Which is why <laughs> I I want to do a remake of Carl Sagan's Tiny Blue Dot. Oh. Because it could be expanded so fucking much now. Well, I want to take his original dialogue, but I yeah. want to make a video just to that dialogue. Like, take his dialogue and make a video specifically about that dialogue. The pale blue dot still to this day makes me tear up. It, I mean, when I listen to it, I kind of have... It gives you that awe and that inspiration. That's mm-hmm. it, The pale blue dot is I, an one awesome of the most dialogue. Well, and I, I personally find it humbling... I mean, and a lot of religious people find it humbling to, you know, quaver underneath the the might and glory of their God or anything like that. But as most of us secular people, we realize that we are just a moat of dust upon the the, the giant universe that exists. And you look at the you look at the the expended in the sunbeam, the the universe that we we can observe and we realize that it's only a microcosm. Yeah, of what is actually out there in the universe, right? And so it's 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 fucking it's it's something that really just sets things into place for you. Mm-hmm. I actually have the whole speech saved on my phone. Do it. So, not that you want me to say it right now. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, so, fuck. Let's let's go ahead and move on to our features for the week, so we can call it an episode because it's been a a great. But late night for us, and I'm sure most of us have shit to do on Monday morning. Yeah, uh, uh, I will. It's I will time. start it off with my highs and lows for this week. Um, as as dumb as it may be, for my high point this week, I got a new phone. Oh. <laughs> it's always fun to get like new little technology. Yeah, I mean, that's fun. It, I mean, it's fun because like for me, I don't. I'm not. For most guys, we don't get that thrill of the hunt more often, most of the time. But like being able to search something out, that like, it's kind of fun. And being on uh, the Godless Revolution was a really fucking high time for this week because, as much as work may not have realized that I've been playing hooky the last like two weeks on Wednesday nights, <laughs> it's been fun going out and you know, Dan's a really fucking yeah. gracious host, gives you free beer, free drink. I mean, uh, free food, food yeah. things. So, it's really awesome to go to the guy's house. And then my low point. Um, would be facing the constant uphill battle 
realizing it this week with my kids. Um, because their whole life living in the state, I mean, as sad as it may be, and I'm, I'm working as much as I can to, to make this not be the standard anymore, but their entire lives living as secular women within this state, which is a fucking, as much as people may not want to agree with me on this thing, it is a fucking patriarchal state. Oh yeah. It is incredibly patriarchal, but X it's much better to live as a secular woman than it is to yeah. be a religious one because the religious ones relegate you to very specific roles and they limit your ambition and your abilities and your intelligence. So, so especially in this institutionalized sexism and, and factory rigid religiosity that the state has um, in their school. And I, I realize it's just a fucking dumb little microaggression and they need to fucking just get over it. But it still flies in the face of every secularist that, or, you know, atheist that lives in the state when they go through the fucking Pledge of Allegiance. Ugh. And I used and to love wanna, my you want to You want to, I mean, and I'm a jingoistic guy as much as I possibly can be. I fucking put my hand over my heart when the, when the veterans are coming along in the parade showing the American flag. And I have no, I don't give two fucks about it because I fucking love this country. But when you have the kids in this in the school systems here in Utah doing mandatory pledge of allegiances, and they have to do the fucking one nation under God, they and they actually can't force you. No, they can't force you. But at the same time, it's like my kids go along with it because that's what they're being taught. Of course they, they of course they go along with it. And so when I tell them, look, you don't have to do the under God part. And they go like, well, uh, that's what everybody else does. I'm like, no, you don't have to. And they don't understand why. Because they're four. I mean, they're going to preschool. They don't get it. They're they're being institutionalized slowly. That's awful. And it it just scares me that like, like one of my four year olds. I mean, the other one doesn't give a shit. But the other one's like, yeah, I believe in God. And I'm like, why? Because one of, because uh, grandma believes in it. I'm like, that's not good enough reason. And I I tell them I'm like, I'm not going to tell you. I mean, they're fucking four. Yeah. So I really should get the fuck over this. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not going to tell you guys what you have to believe. But when you tell dad that you believe in X, Y, or Z, I'm going to ask you why. Right. And if you don't have a good reason for it, you don't have a good reason. And I'm not going to grill you over it, but like, I believe in God. Why? Because grandma believes in it. Why? Like, do you know what God is? Do you understand what religion is? Do you understand what they're saying? No. And it's like, it makes me sad because this fucking state, so many people in this state just keep parroting the shit that they were taught by their parents. Mm-hmm. Instead of putting any kind of critical thought towards it. And, you know, I, I understand it's a phase right now. They're four years old. They're in preschool. They're learning the stuff. and They're saying the whole under God thing. Fuck, I, I understand. I can't get too pissed off about it because I realize in like the next year and a half, they're going to be like my seven-year-old brother. She's like, yeah, I don't believe in God. And good that could that could be mainly because she just wants to think what dad thinks. But considering seven how rebellious she is towards me. But seven and eight was the age I started questioning beliefs I'd been taught. So, And so and then I know we talked about it on the last week and the week before that where, you know, the whole grandparents thing that I've been going through all that fun shit that they, uh, they know most people in religions know if you get a kid before nine to admit this kind of stuff, you've got them for life. 
And that's why the fucking age of reason is that age. So, I mean, it's fucking it nefarious. Matter. What matters is not whether they agree with you or not. Obviously, it's understanding the reasons why. It's the peer pressure that I disagree with of completely. Course. It's fucking it's, hated. But anyway, that's that's my low for the week. What else has everybody else got? All right. My high for the week was really simple. Uh, the grocery store I worked for had a. We're going through a complete store remodel, and there was bins and bins and bins and two shopping carts full of things that were getting discontinued. And they offered it to the employees. Uh, fill. Oh yeah. Fill the paper bag. Five dollars a bag. As many bags as you want. So I got three <laughs> bags and a ton of shit. So that was awesome. You're like I'm eating for the rest of this week. Low, uh, low point, I had a disagreement with somebody and uh, can't trust him anymore. Oh, that's too bad. Yep. Kyle, are you still there? Oh, I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> God damn it, quit listening and participate. So, uh, God. Uh, high point was, was definitely definitely how highly involved I was with, uh, with Comic-Con this time around. Yeah! Uh, did uh did people hear about the Utah outcasts? Yes, That's yes they did. Yes they did. Yeah. Yes, yes I I I did. I worked a I worked a plug into every single panel. Yay! <laughs> um, which is good. Yeah, I, I got to oh, got to touch yeah. base with a lot of a lot of really cool really cool local people. Did Jeff Bell give you shit about our show? No, no he <laughs> didn't. Kidding, no he didn't. The no. only shit he ever gave me was. Don't be on Skype, and I'm like, that's reasonable in the future. <laughs> in the future. Um, yeah, I had a chance to had a chance to sit down talk uh, talk about Daredevil with some really cool people. Uh, oh, Daredevil's so uh, fucking uh, good. That was that was a, that was a great <laughs> panel. Uh, later on, we got into talking about the upcoming Defenders series. Uh, had a great time at the uh, Film Critics panel. Uh, they they tried to get the audience to to take a to take a run at us, but we we cut them off pretty good. Uh, that was fun. There's always that one asshole asshole like someone in the audience that wants to have a go at you. There is, there is, there yeah. absolutely absolutely is. Um, but that was good. We we managed them by by giving them a lot of free shit. <laughs> yeah, I pr- courtesy of watchplayread.com. Yes. Uh and then the uh the Doctor Who panel I was on was really cool. Uh there was like a, a 9-year-old little girl on this on this panel. What? Yeah, and she 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 was rattling things off that it was killing the rest of us. It was awesome. Uh there's actually <laughs> Yeah, she she uh, has got a YouTube clip of it up. That I'm going to have to share with everybody else as soon as I have it. Uh, so it was awesome to, to touch base with, with everybody else there. Uh, the downside to that was for that week, it was with all the screenings I had with being at the convention for three solid days, I basically didn't get to see my kids for more than like five or 10 minutes a day. Oh, that's a plus. Come on. (laughs) I'm kidding. Sorry. (laughs) No, there's a plus there, but no, it was, that's, that's a downside. Um, (laughs) In, uh, in other in other news, we had uh, the new season of Doctor Who started, uh, and it has been amazing so far. We're two episodes I think in. We're, what two episodes in? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. We're we're I, two episodes in, and it's fucking amazing right now. I need to catch up. 
you, I'm you still reading the Dresden Files, and that's <laughs> I, where I'm at. I haven't caught any of the Peter Capaldi stuff yet, so I oh, should, yeah. I, should I watched the episode, week. and I really liked it, and I love me some Doctor Who, but I am involved in reading the Dresden Files right now, and reading is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Well, that... God damn it. That and the podcast, and yeah. Atheist of You, and being a lead cheese yeah, yeah, mom. Yeah. And mm-hmm. sometimes I model. So, you know. <laughs> stunning I'm modeling, just, by the way. Yeah. What? Stunning. It's really thank fucking you. stunning. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, I had uh, some good conversations with some authors and publishers. Uh, now, all that aside, uh, we had some, some interesting movies that opened up. Um, uh, the Green Inferno, which was not screened. The uh, Hotel Transylvania 2, which was not screened. Which is too bad because I fucking love Eli Roth. <laughs> and, I mean, that has nothing to do with Hotel Transylvania. I'm just a little bit slow here. Yeah. But Green Inferno fucking looks amazing. Yeah, it looks. I I want to I want to see that. I'm I'm really interested in that. And I I will go see Hotel Transylvania too because I have children. It's yeah. That's pretty much going to be the the kids movie for for the next and, week or two. As much as I may want to hate the first movie, it was pretty goddamn charming. Sorry. <laughs> um, very, very stupid animated movie. <laughs> then we had The uh, the Intern, which is the uh, De Niro, De Niro uh, movie, which is actually not that bad. He's he's pretty good at, uh, at doing comedy, especially with good material. And this had good material. I, I heard he's toned down quite a bit. In this movie, <laughs> yeah, this is not this is not like over the top goofy comedy. So it's it's not great, but it's really not bad. It's a it's a bit formulaic and predictable, but it's it's actually pretty endearing with what it's trying to do. Uh, next week, though, this this coming up ne- next week, we have The Martian. Oh, oh yes. Now you've seen it, haven't you? Yes. I know you probably are under embargo that you can't say anything, yes. uh, but yes. I, I can I can speak not on what you said, mm-hmm. but on what I've read on other quote unquote chat rooms that you may not be privy to that you guys are fucking. I mean, not saying you guys, but other people are fucking squeeing about it. It's squee worthy. It's, it's pretty fucking good. It's, it's pretty it's pretty goddamn good. It's worth, especially if you buy into a lot of the uh, non-movie stuff that they're doing about, like the stories about the Ares Three. Yes, yes. Uh, th- that's actually if you're, that's if actually, you're following the backstory of a lot of this. Yeah, stuff. that's actually very important. the The promotional campaign that they that they're doing leading up to this movie, uh, so a lot of the videos that they're putting out on YouTube are telling the backstory for the movie because it just jumps right into it. Yeah, which is not necessary, but it makes it so much more enjoyable. It does. It does. So go watch those videos. Um, and I don't have the link up for it, but it's on YouTube. It's under the the, the Aries program. Uh, if you just search for The Martian, you'll you'll get to it. Oh, it's funny. It's a lot of the stuff is sponsored by NASA. Yeah, it's great. it is. It's, <laughs> they have they have sponsorship <laughs> movies with NASA. NASA. They have a they have yeah. This is, they have a great this video is... with Neil deGrasse Tyson. This movie is very hard sci-fi. It is. It you may talk about soft and hard sci-fi. Like soft would be like Jupiter ascending. Hard would be mm-hmm. the Martian. Yeah. Or is... you know Moon or any of those other. Yeah. This is a. It's a very sciency. It's very sciency, and it's very much worth it. 
Um, and there, nice. there will be there will be full reviews for for these up on uh, on WatchPlayRead.com. Yep, and we just found out how to get you guys on IMDb and everything. Mm-hmm. So cool. You guys will be able to see our reviews there. So they're they're a partner site with us. So go check them out. WatchPlayRead.com. So Ryan, that leads you into you get to pick between one of three things. Okay. You get to either talk about your high and low for the week. You get to talk about being a stranger in a strange land, which would be probably not hard for a guy for a guy <laughs> being in the Midwest living in Utah. All right. Or you get to talk about something that you just really want to share with the audience. Uh, can I do uh, Ryan Duffy's words of wisdom for the week? That'll work. This yeah. fuck, go for it. If you got your own feature, go for it. Let's just go with this. No matter if you're male, female, trans, whatever you are, you all have a dream in which you want to achieve in life. Don't let anything get in the way of achieving that dream. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do that. Don't let anybody put a roadblock in front of you. Whatever you want to do, you can do. Everything you want is in front of you. All you got to do is make the time to make your dreams come true. And it's, 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 it's not hard. All you got to do is realize that you want to do something. If you're stuck in a dead-end job and you don't like it, fuck it. Leave that job and make your own path. Screw what everybody tells you you have to do in life and do what you want to do. Do what makes you happy. Do what makes you feel joy in life. And that's the humanist way to fucking find your way to happiness. Because this is the only shot that you get. Exactly. You've got one chance. Don't waste it. Don't waste the one shot you have at making yourself happy. Yeah, don't hit your deathbed regretting not living a life that you wanted to live. Exactly. That's true. Fucking sage words from Ryan Duffy. Goddamn. <laughs> it's been a great episode. Hey, I'll come back whenever you want. As long as I'm not but, working on Sunday. This is a fun Sadly, show. Sure. That, do- that does bring an end to this episode. All right. Um, I mean, I think we've gone. Fuck! I look at the the total time counter, and we're like four hours. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. I I mean, we'll trim it down, of course. Okay. But you know, wow, what a show! Um, anyway, thanks for thanks to Ryan for joining hey. us this episode. Thanks to Kyle. Thanks to Felicia. Everybody for joining us this episode. Um, as always, hit us up ul at pothill dot com, uh, three four seven six six nine three three seven seven. Or three four seven now derp, you know, go throw a couple of ducats at um, Utah Outcasts on Cafe Press because I mean, it'll buy us a couple of beers. I know we, Felicia, Kyle, and I have been working steadfastly on getting a live show going on here one of these days because, mm. you know, you guys listen to the Carrie Jackson episode, and arguably that's been the the finest show we've had to date until tonight. Oh, thank you. But uh, the fa- the the thing that laid that whole thing down is the fact that we got to all make eye contact with each other. Yeah. We got to all talk with each other. Yes. I mean, being there in person, which is how the the Godless Revolution does their thing. Yeah. Um, that means a world of difference besides doing it over Skype and anonymous basements across the state. Um, but anyway, check us out. Podhell.com. UO at Podhell Media. Uh, Podhell.com. Three four seven six six nine three three seven seven. Blah blah blah. Anyway, you've heard all this shit. Anyway. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you guys next week with another episode. Until then, you're welcome. Bonne nuit. Bye-bye. Tell me.
so black and blue You back me up against the wall But I stand tall, don't give a damn no more Oh baby, I'm Everybody look at the moon. Everybody see in the moon. The moon is white, it's milky white. Everybody look at the moon. Oh, hey, I did a song. Jupiter, I did a song. You ain't got one. Hey. Oh, I feel sick. <laughs> 